0: What up? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 24 of the No Mercy podcast. I think. I think it's 24. Uh, Anyway, today is election day. We have the midterm elections. So I will be talking to everyone and telling them where to stick your fucking stupid I voted stickers. And the answer is directly up your fucking ass, you insecure losers. So that's basically going to be the back end of the show. I go deep into that and what I think of people who show their I voted stickers like it's something that they accomplished. We do a bunch of fuck, Mary kills on this show, all politically fueled, uh, all controversial uh, Democrats versus Republicans, voting booths versus voter laws. uh, You name it, we covered it on that. We covered last week's DFS, a lot of look back, uh, what went right, what went wrong from last week. We look ahead at this upcoming week 10. Some of the people that are jumping off the page at us uh, did a lot of seasonal discussions. Uh, What we should do, basically, depending on where you're at in the standing in this point in the season and some tricks, uh, whether you should give up, whether you should trade for keepers, uh, some strategies that you could use, even named a couple guys that you should be looking to pick up on the waiver wire if you're in dynasty leagues or, or keeper leagues. And then we added a segment that Jeff's been doing on the radio for a long time called F That. And that's where my little voter sticker rant came in, where we basically talk about one thing that's been driving us nuts. And then we say F that at the end of it. So good show, a lot of fun, a lot of talk, a lot of varying ranges of topics here. So get over to fantasyguruelite.com. Sign up for our packages. We have gambling packages, DFS football, basketball, you name it. We got everything over there, guruelite.com slash subscribe. Also get over to fantasydraft.com. They have a free roll going for all Guru Elite subscribers where you guys can enter the free roll and the top five people in the free roll, will win $200 qualified tickets to be entered into a live final. I will be posting that link again uh, for the subscribers at Uh So make sure you get into that. And without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to
1: be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. <laughs>
0: what up let's get weird it's your boy tommy g here with episode 20 something i don't even know what the fuck it is but it is election day the midterms are upon us and i have brought on the leader of the fantasy industry mr jeffrey of mansville how are you jeffrey i'm a
1: leader now wow yeah yeah i'm in charge yeah. i'm large and in charge baby that's what you is.
0: seem like you could make a good like fantasy president like uh-huh. right for the industry because i'm my past is too check what
1: i get, yeah so i would have
0: to be like vp at best right yeah. like There's i'm probably they the could, guy they would like, pulling strings behind the scenes
1: for, for you they would be like holy shit you got into all this stuff they'd be like man one time he he fucked couch cushions when he was 14 i'm like yeah yeah, that's not 100 I, I did that. I enjoyed. <laughs> How about the fact that he managed so to give so much? It out? Yeah, I, I would have no problem with it. A spec, I guess we gotta vote for him. I don't know. He doesn't seem phased by anything.
0: I think I'd be a good third party candidate because those third party candidates are always crazy, right? Like <laughs> you get Perot? like the Ron Pauls and Ross Perros. Like they're always the crazy old men, right? Like we're like shut down the fucking IRS, you know, and all that. So. I think I'd make a good third-party candidate. What do you think you would run as? Not based on your political preference. I have. That's you think the thing. You, I have no you think political be, preference. But I, that's what I'm saying. So, what do you think you'd run as? The albino
1: party. Um, it yeah. probably wouldn't go over well by political. It's just because of my skin tone. It Has nothing to do with anything. Else. Well, as
0: we know from Don Lemon, that you know white men are basically the biggest terror threat in America. So I don't know if you'd want to you know identify as the albino party.
1: I truly don't know who that is, but I should. It literally you know, makes you a terrorist. It, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, yeah, that, I mean, that sounds good to me though. I think that's, he's got some good ideas. I don't,
0: just based on knowing one thing. Well, you do hate white people more than anyone. Just I knows,
1: wide so. receivers. That's it. And running backs. That's it. That's it. Just Everybody
0: running backs fine, and wide yeah, receivers. I don't, I
1: don't, not my fantasy teams.
0: <laughs> so, so on this election day, Jeff, I think what we're going to Hopefully. do, we're so by excited. the way, I had a, uh, I had a bunch of tweets today. Um, which which caused uh, let's say a little bit of a stir, and I think you missed it, Jeff, Uh-oh. because you know you're on the West Coast, so man. you got up and then you went on Sirius and you did your show, and then you took a shit and ate a sandwich and said hi to your kids for seven minutes, and then went right back to work. So you know, normal Jeff man. I have not seen
1: my children today or yesterday. Right? Yeah, it's and true. they're
0: they're ecstatic about probably. that. probably, but um, but yeah. So I think you missed my Twitter storm, but I I uh, I was political G today. No way. Um. Yeah, I went full political G today, and was just uh, and I got some stuff about some stickers in here, and I don't think you've seen any of it. So what we're gonna do today, our whole fuck Mary kill, and we're gonna add a new segment, which is not new, but kind of new. Our whole fuck Mary kill today is gonna be political, Jeff. I've built. Oh God, uh, great. I've I have some side notes here. I'm being um, ambushed,
1: s- just so everybody understands. Yeah,
0: you're gonna have to talk politics today. They,
1: by the way, I want everybody to follow at Tommy G at Jeff underscore Mans and see what our show plan was for today's podcast. Just to know <laughs> what I'm walking into right now is not what I had any idea I'm walking into. But.
0: <laughs> the show plan I sent Jeff, just if you go to Twitter, just said show plan last week, this week
1: literally and <laughs> and then, nothing that's it it's like all right let's roll and then the mics went hot and here we are everybody yeah, my show it, plan
0: that i'm looking at has a whole <laughs> bunch of shit on it <laughs> it's great. got the name trump four times See, this, it's got all and kinds this of is shit. just
1: good hosting by you because if you would have had like oh we're gonna talk 18 things a Politics, I'd have been like, oh, man, you know. No, yeah, i just ambush you, know, you once we're live. Just ambush you. And, and you know what? I love live radio, so let's just go. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. I don't care. I'm we're like, the what? only
0: two people that have never edited a single podcast ever. Never. Like, I don't think we've ever edited a word. Nope. Never. And and we've finished and been like, fuck, we shouldn't have said yeah, that 100%. and then still left it in. <laughs> it's like, you know what, let's just rock with it. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about last week. Um, seems like the people like that. And we are for the people here on Election Day. Sure so the people like our little lineup reviews and we'll bitch a little bit and tout a little bit what we got right, what we got wrong. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about this upcoming week. We'll talk a little bit about some possible waiver pickups for those of you guys that have waivers, you know, midnight tonight or into tomorrow. Some people have waivers as late as Thursdays in some leagues. But, uh, and then we'll do a little look ahead at DFS, kind of first glance at, you know, kind of week 10, what we're seeing from this point. We'll talk a little trade deadlines for seasonals. So we'll bounce all over the place. But I want your permission, Jeffrey. Um, Jesus. I noticed that you're not doing F that on the radio anymore. This is true. This is true. I heard there was some, Uh-oh. some blowback on that. There, so <laughs> yeah. what I'm going to do our is I, civilization sucks.
1: I just want everybody, our
0: society is just fucking garbage. It's garbage. It's are a, guess what? And I
1: don't care what we're going to talk about today, but whoever you vote for is sucks because everything sucks and everybody sucks and everybody's just going to drive us further into the fucking earth.
0: But Tommy G third party candidate is here to save you, Jeff, because I would like to now make F that a permanent fixture on the Tommy and Jeff No Mercy podcast, hundred percent.
1: Yes, let's. Do Are it. you in? It belongs. It's where it belongs. It's like a, it belongs
0: here, and I'm not like gonna going to say f that. Home. I'm going to say fuck that. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. I'm going to fucking fuck that. Yep. So we have the new f that segment. So we got a lot of stuff for you guys today. Yeah. So I think we start off, Mister Mans, mm-hmm. before we go into last week. Let's have a little fun <laughs> with one of our first of many, because I have a lot. Fuck Mary Kills. What do you man. say? Sure. And this is about me. Oh. So we're going to start off oh, with the God. hottest topic, which is King G. So a lot of people have been asking. Um, I've been getting a lot of comments about like what their favorite at Tommy G is, right? Is it Prison Mike Tommy G? Is it Political G? Oh. Or is it Conspiracy G? So I'm going to make this the fuck, marry, kill. And then I'll answer for myself, too. Interesting. Um, so- what, which fuck, marry, kill? Tommy Trump which would be the political version. (laughs) Conspiracy G, which they haven't seen a lot of yet, but in January, Jeff, they're going to see it. You've seen a lot of it. I have. Or Prison Mike, which is Yankee Game Tommy. Wow, Yankee Game Fuck, marry, kill.
1: Wow, this is tough. And you didn't... Unfortunately, I would have married Tommy Pucks. For some reason, that's... Tommy Pucks. he didn't
0: make the list. He didn't make the
1: list. Wow. I mean, for one, I mean, it's between... Killing, I either have to kill... I'm not a politics guy very much, so, mm-hmm. like, I would love to kill Tommy Trump, mm-hmm. but I just, you know what, I do, like, I have this thing, my, here's my thing before, I don't know where this is going to go with politics, but <laughs> I want everybody to understand, like, I don't have a problem with any human being who's passionate about what they do. I kind of, like, appreciate people who say, so I am drawn to you. Like, you, I don't, I don't have to agree with what you say. I love the I love the fact that you say it, you're willing to say it, you agree. I love that fucking mentality you know live life the way you want we don't all have to agree or like every fucking thing and i think that's this part of our civilization that sucks so i'm going to uh i'm gonna i'll fuck tommy trump Mm. yeah yeah okay that was shocking i'm gonna marry prison mike (laughs) the prison mike like that dude dude is great and conspiracy (laughs) like I'm also not a conspiracy theory guy. I think it's wackadoo. Right. And you—I mean—you have gone. I have spent an hour not saying a word
0: on the phone to you, and you're just—and <laughs> I just talk about it like it's fact. Ba, 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 like, what but, do you yeah, mean like, you really believe we landed on the moon? I'll be. On do you com- realize how stupid that is? is?
1: Yeah, will we'll be on conference calls with like mega billionaires on the phone trying to buy our company, and Tommy's like, "Well, yeah, you know when the you know aliens landed in New Mexico and da, 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 and we're, and the guy's like, "Wait, what? Are you, <laughs> And they're like, "Are you serious?" And we, like, and then I'm like, I have to step in and like, No, conspiracy what he what he means is, is, like awesome. our bottom, our balance sheet means a like, guy step in. Like, the <laughs> conspiracy G, because you talk so emphatically, like, Oh yeah, yeah. like it's fact. Yeah, like, yeah have, like, well, like We know like, the Earth is flat, and, you know. Well, we, of course
0: we, the fucking shooting in Vegas was fu- like, it's like, of course uh, that was fucking rigged. That, like, so, of course it was an arms deal gone bad. So, like, how, how? This, it's like there's I'm not even a chance easy. to think anyone think anything else. <laughs> this so yeah.
1: Person dies because yeah, a crazy. lot
0: of people want to kill conspiracy g Cons- and conspiracy g is actually yeah. what the public has had the least exposure yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. so the get people, ready i
1: guarantee most people are going to kill tommy trump like, right that's what most and people, i think, I'm, think I'm, I'm i don't i, I, I i'm gonna, gonna all right your here,
0: you're gonna be surprised with this okay. all right i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna marry conspiracy g Cause it's my favorite thing to talk oh God, about, just the man. conspiracy theories and everything. Sense. And I've been right on a lot of them too, which is you're the right. best feeling. Know
1: you're right. It's the all Bitcoin, nonsense. The Bitcoin,
0: the Bitcoin fallout, the fucking not, all these that like that wasn't
1: a conspiracy though.
0: They're, they're kind of in the same world nope. as conspiracies, like okay. that. This is all fucking no. a pump no, and no. dump. Here's steam. what Tommy
1: does, everybody. Tommy's smart, and he doesn't want to pretend he's smart, in which I appreciate. But <laughs> he he will say something right, like he'll know this is. A, but then he comes up with the resting behind you. It's just fucking like <laughs> Like, like horses
0: can see into our future. It's like,
1: <laughs> wait,
0: how what? do you know Bitcoin's gonna drop? Cause aliens.
1: Cause aliens did <laughs> some sort of bullshit.
0: And then when it drops, they're like, fuck, Tommy's right, there are aliens. Dude,
1: people don't have any idea. Like, for real, <laughs> this motherfucker, I swear to God, people, this guy went on the biggest heater of all time in DFS MLB in 2017. Like, 100,000, 100,000, Like, it was unbelievable. I swear to you, he, I'm like, dude, you're a like, Dude, I'm all about these guys' biorhythms, I'm fucking. <laughs> it's fucking like bio, This guy, the, the sun is in fucking Sagittarius. I mean, how do you not know that freaking uh, you know, scooter Jeanette's gonna go nuts when the moon's you in remember Jupiter? Remember my like,
0: biorhythm?
1: Like, dude, can't you just say he hits fastballs? Like, what the fuck? No, what kind rhythms. of fucking thing is this?
0: I I was trying to build an algorithm around <laughs> he that. Did. That was great. It's <laughs> real. We're not. I was kidding. tracking our employees. Uh, so I'm gonna marry conspiracy G. I just get a kick out of conspiracy G. Fucking rules. Like when I start like making fun of people about religion and organized religion and stuff. Well, that's just, like, I love. That's I love. just I can't proper wait. science. I can't wait till January to start talking about how everyone five thousand years ago was made of magic and we all believe it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I almost got suspended on serious for some of those <laughs> rants. Uh, so conspiracy G. I'm marrying. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. I'm going to fuck Tommy Trump.
1: I knew you were going to kill prison Mike.
0: I got to kill prison Mike because it. before Kism, prison Mike kills, kills me, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a race here. It's, so it's, like it's, a race against it's the race. only one of these three people who could literally get me ending up dead yeah. is prison Mike. So as much fun as he is to you guys. Yeah. I fucking hate the dude. He gets me arrested. He gets me in jail. He gets me in fights. (laughs) He gets me waking up blacked out in an alley on random trains and shit, running around my building naked. Prison Mike's an asshole. Prison Mike has no respect for Tommy G. He gets me tweeting crazy shit. So I got to merc that dude, man. I know you guys love him, but I fucking hate Prison Mike. He's a fucking dick. And he shows up more than any of the other people. Yeah, he he is... He's so terrifying. before we get into seasonal football and fantasy football and DFS, I'm going to flip this. I'm going to give you three different Jeff Manns personalities. Oh, oh, all I right, Do I have
1: three? Only so. Three? All right. Cancer
0: Man's. <laughs> <laughs> this is, by, by the way, I
1: legitimately had intestinal cancer a year ago. Like, for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: I'm making fun of him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm killing cancer man's. I didn't like it that. It was pretty like easy one. Guy. All I have
1: to do is like take away my medicine. <laughs> like, you hide one vial of medicine and he's fucking gone. It's easy. He's
0: dead. Prison Mike and Cancer Mans can go one kick rocks.
1: One daisy and he's gone. It's gone. It's yeah,
0: Prison like... Mike and Cancer Mans can go kick rocks. Uh, so <laughs> I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to leave Cancer Mans in. Um, ranting Mans for sure. That's one of the most famous uh, mans. The, the ranting mans, screaming mans. And then drunk mans, what oh, I call yeah. mashed potato mans. Mashed potato. So. So Mashed Potato Man's, Ranting Man's, and we'll take Cancer Man's out because we want him gone. Um, (laughs) We'll put it to Chat Man's, so screwy Chat Room (laughs) Man's. (laughs) Chat Man's, Mashed Potato Man's, and Ranting Man's. Wow. You Um, want me to go first since it's about you?
1: Yeah, I'll go first. Um, God, I love Drunk Man's. Drunk Man's is staying for sure. Ranting, lunatic. I'm going to – I'm married to Ranting Man's because if there's one of these three that's the true me – it's hundred percent it ranting. Right. Like that's really, yeah. I will. I will stop my my poor wife. I would literally. This is how living with me is just terrible. I stop movies, TV shows. I pause it <laughs> and <laughs> to I just yell. start. To, I swear to <laughs> you, I'm not joking. I am not I, joking. Oh. I just start. I'll go on a half an hour tear. I'm like, Are you fucking believe this? Now this is where the writers start. They did a <laughs> right right here, and I'll just go. In. It's it's hell living with that guy. But that's the real me. So I'm I'm married to him i am fucking drunk man's because god that, he's more much more fun i'm killing chat room man's i gotta admit like the, even my behavior this past week in chat room like i just get pissed and fuck i'm done <laughs> and i just I, I said you know what fucking go die i don't care what you guys do you want to fucking push me on fucking ryan fitzpatrick fucking fuck you all die and i leave so i'd kill that man's because not my proudest moments in the chat rooms
0: Yeah, I think the chat brings out the worst in everyone. Any chat on any site, anywhere, even Twitter, like brings out the worst in anyone. Whenever you're speaking emotionally through text, um, that's never safe. So I'm going to kill Chatman's too. Okay. Um, So he's out. Catman. Um, I was going to say, I was going to say, Catman did. It's so weird. Um, I love ranting mans and drunk mans. I'm going to marry Mashed Potato Man's (laughs) for sure because he's the greatest compliment. To, to Prison Mike slash Tommy G. Yeah, so when you get so drunk that you're just mashed potato-y and just laughing at everything King I do, <laughs> as much as you love ranting, I love an audience. Yeah. So you become my go-to audience where I could say the most offensive thing to the most important person, and you just <laughs> sit there and giggle because you're 18 Johnny Walkers deep. Oh, so God. that's going to be my wife for sure. Yeah. I'm marrying drunk mans. And then I'm definitely fucking ranting mans. Ranting mans is like the... The girl that you really want to marry, right? Like, it's like, fuck, dude, everything's right about her, except she has herpes, yeah. <laughs> or except she has AIDS, or it's except giant she cold you know? sore in her mouth. Yeah, man. like, this, or she fucking killed her ex boyfriend. Yeah. You know, like, she's just got that one thing oh, that's yeah, keeping that it. And that's whoops. ranting mans, because it's like 99% of the time, I yeah, want that, that guy. Ranting, but ranting mans then when, can turn, for sure. Right. When he turns on me, I'm just like, fuck that yeah, guy. Yeah, you that, know? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm marrying mashed potato mans, for sure. So, all right, let's get to some football here. So, last week, Mr. Mance, um, I believe you're – we do so many shows together on No Mercy and Behind the Paywall and fucking videos on the site at Guru Elite Mm -hmm. that I forget what was said where. (laughs) But one thing I do know is that Josh Doxson was your touchdown of the week call. I just don't remember if it was here or not. But I know that that was your touchdown of the week call.
1: Yeah, um – about ninety percent sure we said it on here first. We always say it on I know NBC yeah, that's
0: what I'm saying. It seems like we say it here first and then we'll repeat it then on stream. And I live go, framework. Yeah,
1: I get yeah, this that, and then yeah, then I said it. And I think I waited like Friday. I didn't even say it. I said this on Wednesday. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was here first. So yeah. Either
0: way, you're still getting credit for it yeah. no matter where it was. Josh so. Great job on that. Do- Josh Doxon it was one of the first touchdowns, too.
1: Yeah, it was really re- re- early. Early. got out of the way. And it, and it, not only that, you know what? I'm most proud of it. It's like it was a touchdown. I also called the cornerback it was going to, the position on the field it was going to, yeah. and the route. And that's true. Fade pattern against Isaiah Oliver, the backup to Robert Alford, because Alford's out, and it was good, and it was a uh, uh, in the corner of the end zone. I, all three, boom, 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 boom. I nailed all three. That's not easy.
0: That is not. That is not. So yeah. That is second only to my – do you remember my Ravens dream that I had? Yeah, you said left When, when they left were going to be right. running from left yeah. to right on the yeah, TV yeah. down at the bottom I right pylon. That yeah, that – the, me and you. Uh, that's when you're good, man. When you could do shit like that, that's when you're on. Yeah. So give me some the, other, give me some other bright spots from the week for you. The, like what were some of your hits before we go into your misses?
1: Yeah. The the real, I mean, big stuff was Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback. Used him. Mm-hmm. Just he was so cheap. The game flow was exactly how we thought it was going to be. He didn't look good, and it was nerve wracking getting there. But at the end of the day, when you're going to price Ryan Fitzpatrick that far down. And as bad as both Winston and Fitzpatrick have been at times, they average 28 points a game.
0: They always get there. They get it's there. So and, annoying. You
1: know, it wasn't the size of the shape, and he got beat up and hit, and it, you know, it was awkward. But I mean, for the price we got, I feel like that was a pretty bold, or not bold, but that was a good call because it unlocked the two running backs, Fading Gurley. Is never never makes you feel good. And quite honestly, at 15% own, ownership, Tommy, I don't think it was a good fate. It wasn't like, in theory, it wasn't a good fate. It worked out. But when you get girly at 15%, you gotta fucking take that almost. So, but Kamara and Hunt, that's what going down to Fitzpatrick, going down to tight end, which was very nerve wracking to me and it broke my rule of the last three weeks. But doing that allowed me Kamara, allowed me a uh, Hunt. And it allowed me uh, DeAndre Hopkins, the elite wide receiver, which I pivoted off on Sunday morning. Let me flip the script on you, Tommy, because I'm getting shit on by people saying, dude, you were on Thielen all week. How do you back off on, you know, late night, Saturday night? And, uh, dude, I can't sit there and keep updating your article. I mean, a- honest question. I'm not being rude to anybody. And I'm asking you, Tom, what a, mm-hmm. what a, if I talked to Kyle Meinke of MLive.com on Sunday morning, he said, Darius Slade's going to follow Thielen around. You know my thoughts on Thielen right. last yeah. year. I don't think he breaks elite coverage. And I'm like, you know what? Without Diggs, I'm just going to pivot down and, and move down to either you know Brown or DeAndre Hopkins. Made the move to Hopkins, and it worked out. But what am I supposed to do? Like, if we say something it's- on No Mercy on Wednesday and Thursday— are we just supposed to not
0: know? Keep updating, I, and, and I, you haven't had to deal with this before because you've had the Sirius XM show for God knows how long, right? Which is five days a week, right? right so right. you've always had a voice up until Friday up night, Friday. Yeah. right? And by Friday, you got all the practice reports. Things are going to change Much on better. Saturday, obviously, yeah. but there's usually only one or two changes. Mm-hmm. I used to always have my Sirius show five days a week too. So my first time experiencing this, what we're going to experience on No Mercy here, was last year with Rappaport when we did the Fantasy Football Follies. Mm-hmm. And we used to have to do it on Wednesday. So we'd do it around the me and you do Tuesday or Wednesday here. Me and Rap did Tuesday or Wednesday last year. And it was so tilting because it's like, I got to make my whole week's predictions. And we went like game by game and into everything. By Wednesday to Thursday, that release Thursday morning. right? So it's like by Saturday, everything's changed. I've done a whole nother 30 hours of research. And it's like, I would find shit and people would just Fucking attack me on Twitter. Like, and I'm like, the subscribers all saw it. It was in, I'm not a subscriber. I listened to the Follies and and I appreciated it. You know, like, I don't want to let people down. Like, it's just, I did another 30 hours of research. I wasn't trying to fuck you. Sign up for Guru Elite if you love me so much. Like, right. you know, it's all right there. It's 39 bucks a month for fucking four weeks a month of football. Like 10 bucks a week. Yep. Like, buy, don't buy a Subway sandwich today and you can cover all my information plus all my staff's information. So it's hard, man. It is because you wanna give as much as you can, as often as you can, all the time, but just just the bottom line, man, shit changes by Sunday. Look at our live stream Friday night, yeah, Jeff. Yeah. Me and you moved each other on to Hoyerman and off this and on to yeah. that. And you know, I didn't come around to Hoyerman until Friday night. Right. And it ended up being the Lynchpin and, for and I hated almost play every...
1: I told him, like, oh dude, come on, get the fuck out, and blah, blah. You know, I didn't like to play at all on Friday night. And then as things developed and you start really honing in on your lineup and different things change. It's like, shit, you know, paying up for tight end, I, I couldn't afford doing that unless I punted either Camara or Hunt. And if you do that, you know, your fate of Todd Gurley is in jeopardy. So it's it's a domino effect. So you got me on Jeff Hierman, which I mean, dude, he he produced at such a level he smashed. Fuck like smashed. Like I was
0: I was so hungover Sunday. When he I caught was happy, four but... passes,
1: I was like, oh my God, it's the greatest thing ever. Then he caught a touchdown and kept going. He caught like, like, like ten.
0: Didn't he have ten catches? Yeah, it was it was ridiculous.
1: <laughs> Like I wanted to give some points dope. back. I'm like, can I store this for some <laughs> other time? Save
0: them, right? Like,
1: I need more. This is so phenomenal. But you got me on a, that I, was... when we talked about it on Friday. No way. I would have told Friday man's would have said, nah, never. I'm mm-hmm. never going to go hire him. In. And uh, I ended up on him because of you. So, yeah, some good calls there. But, I mean, just so you guys know, we update our articles. We, uh, dude, I spent four hours in the chat room. And, like I said, mm-hmm. I hate chat man's because I turned into an asshole. But I had, I had a tiger last week. I did a free roll over at guruelete.com. I spent 200 bucks <laughs> of my own money. To pay out Boss. our subscribers, who I gave shitty advice to the week before, the Raheem Mostert thing, which, by the way, four days later, I was kind of redeemed, but I had already committed to it. So whatever, fine. So I spent that. I spent four hours on Saturday night taking care of our people, and I got blasted for liking fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick instead of Pat Mahomes.
0: People are such dicks.
1: Blasting me. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And so I go, guys, I got no time for this bullshit. Like I can't do it. I can't get into this freaking either-or bullshit with you because I got a job to do, and that's provide the best content possible. Keep grinding on research, hone down on to my own lineup so I could express it to you guys. And I did that in the articles, but I, I had to leave the chat room after four hours before. You I got really I, dude. That's
0: a long time dealing with those guys. <laughs> it's. Forever. I used to do it often, Jeff, and you do. You've been doing it every week, and it's like. I, I need to take a, because I know once college basketball starts, that's when I'm back in the chat room every day and every night and dealing with the gambling stuff and all that. So I'm, I'm kind of happy to be a little out of it at this point, because <laughs> it made me want to fucking kill myself yes. by July. Yes. Because people just are fucking mean. Yeah. Like, it's not even like, like, I hate to sound like a little girl, but like, people are just fucking mean. Like, <laughs> that's the only way so you can put us. it. No. It's like because they won't say it when you're there, and then oh, they no. will when you show up. They never like, say it when
1: you're there. Ever. then
0: you just show up in the middle of it and it's like some people are there just it's and like you, you
1: read God. back and then they say how great.
0: And it's like this like on Twitter, it's fine because like I don't know these motherfuckers. they don't owe them and I don't put any effort into these people on Twitter. They hey, Tommy, could have a free bet today. go fuck yourself. yeah. but like in our chat room, it's like those come on, people. there's always like three people that sound like 300 just because right. they're so loud those three. But it's like you're not supposed to do that to us in there. We're family in there. Yeah. So yeah, those those few bad apples in every site and every company. There's always a few. Yeah. And they just fucking ruin it for just everybody.
1: Just listen. Just understand, guys. We're you you're, you're gonna li- if you're living and dying with us, the Novogate. Don't, don't I don't want to hear you know on Saturday nights. I don't want to hear your, your theories on life. Like, we're going to <laughs> ask me the question you need answered. Let's hone in on lineups. Let's commit to our goal of winning fucking money. I don't want to hear you. You can't pay up for quarterback this year. You have to pay it down. You have to use. You only can use a running back in your flight. Like, <laughs> that's. Dude, if you want to have that debate Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, we could do that. Fuck, sa- Saturday night? No.
0: Let's set the lineups. We are yeah. setting
1: lineups. We're locking in, folks. That's what we got to do. This fucking battle about strategy—we've done this for ten years. You and, and I—it's usually this for parroted 10 years with It's a like track they stole it from for someone. Itself. One play, one week is not going to change what we do. All mm. right, and if it changes what you do, that's why you belong. That's why you belong at Google Elite. That's why you belong with us because we can instill the confidence, and you do not start wavering. That's what we do. If you're going to start fucking going here and there, hitting. We can't help you. There's nothing I can do for that. So,
0: it's it's just uh this week sucked because I had a couple teams where I was dead on it. Like my uh like I said in the article, I'm going to stack New Orleans Rams on one game, mm-hmm. right? And one of my teams wasn't really outside the box thinking, but that team scored one, almost 200 points, 197. The problem was, I had the Chiefs D instead of the Vikings D or the Bears D. This was the first week where I felt like if you didn't have one of those nut defenses, you couldn't win a GPP or even Nobody come. Did. You come close Dolphins when you have the chalk D, Vikings, Vikings at eleven sacks or whatever. Yeah. But like when you have the chalk D, the twenty percent owned Bears D, go and scored two fluke touchdowns. You're just like it's fucking done. Like it's done. My best case is cash, and that's what happened to me. Yeah. I scored two hundred points basically, one ninety eight or one ninety seven. And I had four from my Chiefs D, and it's like, fuck me, man. I had Michael Thomas, I had Hireman, I had Kamara, I had Gurley, I had Goff and Cup on the same lineup, mm-hmm. like, and it's like I just add twenty points to my team and I'm winning fucking forty grand. But you know that that was a little tilting well, the that, defenses. And
1: listen, we, I, I'm glad. No, I'm not glad that happened, but we have to get rid of
0: defense and special teams. Thanks, Jeff. (laughs) No, no, no. I I, I don't mean
1: it for you. I mean in general. I'm really glad No, no. Nothing to do with you, although you losing money is secretly fun to me because you're rich enough. But you're one of the only people I know richer than me. So the um, (laughs) – And we're always jealous. Like like, like, like Oprah hates Bill Gates and shit. You know what I mean? It's just secretly. So the thing – No, it's defense and special teams need to go. They just need to go. You can't – There's nothing you're going to ever be able to do. So if there's know. a 5%, 10% owned defense and it scores 28 points and every other defense has like 5 to 8, you're not coming back. There's right. the, the, the set of impo- mathematic impossibilities that you have to have is almost ridiculous. Like when you get a random defense that goes off for 28 to 30 points, you're, you're just your GPPs are done. Min right. cash is all you have left. Especially nowadays,
0: him. Jeff, where the whole top-heavy top, top prize pool. Yeah. You know, you only need, once you, if if I told you going into the day, there's 4,000 people in this tournament, Mm -hmm. but you're eliminated from the top three places, you wouldn't even enter it. No. Because all the money's in the top three. Like, that's the problem. So once that defense goes off, even if they're 4% owned and everyone's like, only 4% of people had them. Like, no shit, dick. This isn't cash games. Yeah. That's the top four percent. That's who's there. Like now I'm fighting for the two X yeah. in fifth place. And
1: just to emphasize this, that Sunday million on FanDuel, right, is nine ninety nine and two hundred and seventeen points won that tournament. And that was four hundred thousand dollar top prize. You know, you have eight less seven and a half points less, two oh nine point six four finished tenth. That's a hell of a good finish. Right. You won five thousand bucks. Ugh. Four three hundred ninety-five thousand dollars less for what amounted to one touchdown catch. One touchdown catch, three hundred ninety-five thousand dollars less. Is that
0: really? I mean, I I just don't I just don't understand. Like you can keep defenses, you can keep defenses in. No. You can even keep kickers in. No. But here's the no. thing: Get just right. score them properly. An interception's one. A sack is one. Points allowed, the most points you can get is like three for a shutout, two for, you know, one to 14, and then one for 14 to 21. And then a defensive touchdown is worth two and a half points. Like, if you just made it like that, where the defensive, because listen, they're $2,500 players, right? Literally, and I'm not saying this to tout myself in the back again, but the absolute ceiling for a sub-3K player is like 20 points, what Hyreman did. Yes. Like, that's the best game ever. he will ever have in his and career. Was
1: 10 catches. Think of all, touchdowns. Right, 10, 10 think catches, what, think, 12 targets. He
0: had to contribute all game consistently, the whole game. He had as many catches in this game. He had 25 catches on the Go year ahead. after this game, yep. and he had 10 in this game. He had to do, like, basically six weeks' worth of work in order to get to that number. And you're telling me a fucked up defense could literally have a quarterback fumble in the end zone and another fumble that goes to go get the same. Like, that's not right. So, the defensive ceiling should be like 11 points. You know, it's fun. Defense is fun. No. If it's scored properly. If it's like 8-point max, 10-point max, leave it in. Like, if kickers, if every field goal was worth one, no one would bitch. It's fun. Whatever. You know, can leave it in. But... You want to make fucking fifty yarders worth five and all this shit, like then it gets retarded. Yeah, so.
1: just score it right. I would do away with defense, especially. Yeah,
0: you should do away with it personally, but or do I mean if IDP, you're going to keep it. like
1: one or two, uh, like I love IDP, dude.
0: Right, but I think all defensive touchdowns should never be six. No. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. I think I said touchdowns in general should never be six. I don't think anyone's touchdown should be six. I think fantasy is way too touchdown reliant. And touchdowns are one of the toughest things to predict. It's the most variant aspect of the game. Like, we could come out and predict Alvin Kamara is going to see about eight targets. He's going to get about 14 carries. He should turn those into about 120 all-purpose yards. But I don't know if he's going to score three times or zero. Neither do you. No, no idea. We have no No. fucking idea. So why is my whole fantasy outcome reliant on the thing that's the most unpredictable? It It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's totally fucking ridiculous so i would love if i started my own tom kings.com <laughs> right what the first thing tom i would Kings do is jeff duel yeah jeff duel <laughs> all touchdowns would be three points there, there, yeah. that's it all ta- there would be no three-point bonus either for 100 yards right because yeah. what's the difference between 99 and 100 yeah. like one yeah. yard I, all of it like, like it's adrian stupid. Peterson
1: has three games of like 95 to 99 yards like dude really right like
0: yeah and it's like if he falls forward
1: one time it's uh, that shit's ridiculous (laughs)
0: dude that shit's ridiculous so it's like yeah touchdowns should be fucking three to four points for everybody should not be six like what the fuck that's just crazy that a guy can fucking rush for 60 yards on a drive and then a pass interference in the end zone gives the fullback a one yard run and those two guys are even the fuck out of here Eight carries for sixty yards equals one carry for one yard. No way, that's bullshit. So, uh, I, I that's been a strong stance of mine. What other things did you hit or miss on this week, Jeff? Um,
1: the, um, let's see. I think that the fate of Adam Thielen. I mentioned it there to go that down. Great. That was a good one.
0: I hated that Diggs was out. Like I just despised it. I wasn't even. A, it wasn't even the slave thing as much. I just. Everyone's like, "Oh, Diggs is out, Thielen." It's like, "No, dude, the guy's been putting up 100 yards every game. Why would you want anything different? Yeah, you don't want anything. Why wouldn't funny. you want the exact scenario that he's been in all year? Why would you want any risk of bracket coverage? Like, yeah, didn't make sense to me. No doubt about it. So, um and you're the you're the founder of that, Jeff. You're the guy who has been saying it the longest. That guys being the only option on the receiving core is usually not a good thing, right? I, like, you pound the street on this every time when they're like, Allen Robinson is out, all the Gabriel, and this. And you're like, no, no, no. You want these guys to be secondary sometimes. They see a worse corner. It,
1: it's like when people ask all the time in, uh, for DFS purposes, they're like, oh, man, dude, I've been crushing cash games. I, I'm, now I'm going to go up to GPP. And I, and I say, just why do you want I don't, it? I don't get yeah. when something works. Like me ranting on the radio. Why am I going to stop doing that? Like, it works, right? Like, why? We got prison Mike. As much as you hate it, it's who you are. Like, like, it works. Stop worrying. Like, everybody, hey, I'm a great actor. Now I want to direct and produce. No, just fucking act. Like, why aren't you just just do what that, you it, do well and make it, it good? And I don't want anything to change. Like, when I know a situation, like the Vikings receivers is a great tale of that. Like I just want just keep doing that. Exactly I want it what to it stay is. the same. I don't want, oh, but he could do even more. Guy's been scoring 28 points a game, and you want more? Just get the no, fuck good. out of here. No, Just give me that. It's never going to happen. Just give us the 28. We're going to be all happy with 28. Stop wanting 20 right. more.
0: Like, I guarantee you if fucking Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, and Cup all got in a car crash this week and were out this week, everyone would go 100% girly. And I'd be like, "Fuck that! Yeah, right? No, I don't want Gurley with none of the receivers there. Right? You know, like, exactly. like, no, like, I want exactly what's happened to Gurley at the exact scenario every week. If one of them's missing, fine, but if they were missing all three receivers, I would full fade Gurley, totally. and everyone else would play him 100. percent And I think it's just wrong. So, yeah. um, couple of couple of my calls, um, Cam and Mahomes were really the only two quarterbacks I was I was all in on. They weren't read in my article. Um, had a little bit of Baker, a little bit of Ben. Uh, I was kind of proud of the Ben call. I, I took a, what I thought to be a strong stand on that. Yeah, right, we talked about that all on live either. stream. I thought, it was yeah, I strong. said, I said you got to get that Ben, Juju, and Antonio Brown hookup, and it didn't do fully what I wanted, but it was enough to, enough to make me feel like I didn't flop the call. Right, like right. Juju scored fifteen, Antonio scored fifteen, Ben scored twenty-five, yep. but uh, it wasn't yep. horrible, wasn't great, but um, misses. I missed on the fade of Michael Thomas. Um, I did have him on my best team, which was that game stack, but didn't have him anywhere else. Um, let me see. Another big hit, O.J. Howard and Hoyerman. You know, yep. that was great. couple misses. I guess these are misses, D.J. Moore and Sutton. Um, they didn't work out, so that killed me. They were on a lot of my lineups, main lineup. were they? Now, they, let, me,
1: let me ask you a question about that. Were they together on the lineup, or did you pick? They were. Choose? I okay.
0: put them together on my main lineup. That, that lineup that scored 193 actually had both of them on it.
1: That was one question. And, again, this is differences between mm-hmm. you and I as far as gameplay and contest selection. When you're playing GPPs, I think you know, you're swinging for fences and you, you need to take multiple chances. What I was telling people in cash, I like both those guys too, but I said you got to use one. You gotta pick one.
0: Yeah, right? you gotta pick one. You don't want. You know what get it was, Jeff? Remember when rest. I told you that um, I wanted to fucking flip it upside down? Remember I was doing the flip, 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 Philadelphia, yep. right? I wanted to flip two of my lineups upside down, where I wanted to go expensive wide receiver and cheap running back. Yep. Remember we were even talking oh, yeah. about that on the show. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I put them on the same team because my other team was like fucking Hopkins, Mike Evans, and Thielen. And then my other team after that was like Juju, Antonio Brown, and fucking Emmanuel Sanders. So I wanted to try and flip the script on everyone because I had a feeling that those two guys could flop at their ownership levels. Mm -hmm. Um, And they did, but, you know, I I didn't play it right. But my biggest miss was I listed the Bears defense of the three defenses I listed. And I didn't play them. Um, I faded them. So I had the Chiefs, the Broncos, and the Bears. And I didn't play them. And the Bears uh, cost me a ton of money not having them on.
1: Well, what about well, the other miss is Adrian
0: Peterson? Oh, AP. That, yeah, I Dude, talked, I talked that, about that. That was, right. one. Yeah. And that was a good that call. Was, but I remember,
1: we had that argument. You
0: You told me, and I actually made a fucking statement on the fucking live stream that we need to start taking in each other's vetoes. Right. because we don't enough you get one veto, we, yeah, Show when we at the beginning of the year we were basically vetoing each other's plays and it worked every time mm-hmm. and I, we said to do it this week too and you were so adamant about vetoing Adrian Peterson and I was so all in on Adrian he might have ended up being my highest owned running back yeah, um, on the week and I didn't waver after your advice after I said that I should have and that fucked me hard man that 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 game flow got away from him completely. You know when they just got down big, they were down oh, fucking twenty one to seven.
1: Three other offensive linemen. Now they were already yeah, down Trent done. Williams, which is one reason I didn't like it. But man, they lost Morgan Moses, Lavio, and Sheriff. Like holy shit! Like you yeah. going forward, people, you better stay the hell away from Washington. I don't know. They they have four offensive linemen out. I don't know what to do with that. Like you can't. That's... I would rather lose Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady than four of their offensive linemen. Yeah. 100%. Like it's way better to lose that than I mean four offensive linemen. Just you can replace one as Philadelphia did last year, but only if you're deep and you can't replace four. Especially two to three of these guys who are all pros. You can't yep. replace that. They're screwed.
0: They're in they're in some serious trouble. Yeah. Um, and what pissed me off there, he was non-existent in the second half. They let that game get totally away from him. It was like 28-7 to 7 in the third quarter. I was like, I'm fucked. It's one of my misses, you know, I, too, is the defense.
1: Like I thought the I loved the addition of HaHa Clinton-Dix, and he wasn't ready to play. He should not have been in there. They were literally pulling him into coverage. He was confused at times. And the defense just sh- shit the bed. I was surprised. I, I had Washington as one of those. I think I had him in our Survivor. Um, they're like my third choice this week. Or, no, that was my under-the-radar choice. I really thought they were going to win that game. Like I was mm-hmm. pretty sure they were going to win the game. But, um, you know, it, that did not work out. Obviously, Atlanta showed up and good coach. Kinda, Dan Quinn gets their, their team always ready to play. Got to give them kudos to that.
0: Actually, I'm looking here. Both are vetoes. We should have listened to each other because I remember I was screaming at you about vetoing Phillip Lindsey. Um, and he ended with, what, 10.4. So your my veto at you, your your person did better than my person. Lindsey did better than Peterson and was cheaper. Right. But um we got to start listening to each other's vetoes. I we got to just, just fucking – at least don't put it on the main lineup. That's one, all. We can yeah, still play it on the veto. second or third. Right. But, yeah, we have one veto each on Friday live streams. So that's, that's, that's a new rule. We have to fucking honor it. Let's get a button uh, and we just hit the veto. button.
1: Veto. Is
0: <laughs> it's, it's fucking annoying, man. That, it's it only takes that one fucking guy to fuck your whole lineup up. That doesn't work out. Um, let's let's do another. Uh, let's do a little fuck Mary kill here again, okay. or f that. Oh. Which one you want to do before uh, we go to next week?
1: I'll do f Mary kill. We'll save f that for the end.
0: Okay, so we'll do I'll after that at the end. So here we'll
1: do. Um, <laughs> no idea what's about to happen.
0: I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna tie this back to what you did in the pre-show. Oh, um, so this isn't necessarily an election <laughs> one, but I can't get this out of my head still. So Jeff threw up in his mouth before the <laughs> show. <laughs> All right? <laughs> and it was like I heard it Uh-oh. through the mic. Like it was like, <laughs> and then I heard him go. <laughs> And then he goes, I just threw up my mouth. I was like, oh my god. (laughs) Like I'm literally like fucking I'm still skeeved out by it. Like fucking skeevats. It's so bad. Not one of my finer moments. Oh god, it was so bad. So I can't get it out of my head. So So, uh I'm gonna do fuck Mary Kill. Okay. Uh throwing up in your own mouth. Okay. Sharding. Oh. So not a full shit. Either a little pellet, like or or like shits. or like wet fart, you know. We'll, we'll all <laughs> wait, all of that. wait. So like, what
1: kind of monster do you have to be to take a full shit in your pants? Like, <laughs> I don't know. like, like sorry, like, it's always a, like a little. It's always like a squirt, like a it, right, like a heard like, squirt. What kind of monster do you have to be to take like a big loafing pile of steamy shit <laughs> and just sit there like, yeah, you know, whatever, and just let it keep going? Like,
0: seriously, like, who doesn't pull back a little bit? a monster like, seriously <laughs> so a very minor shard yeah, okay whoa. to the point where it's like i could still walk around with this and be okay oh, God. but like like a juicy platters I hate in your again. pants okay. um, the third or one. The third one. or pre-coming <laughs> but <laughs> pre-coming in an inopportune moment so the sharding will downgrade to minor sharding but we'll upgrade well, get, precoming. No, I mean,
1: it's got to be a blast. Right? Major precoming, no liner, like, like no, this has got to be. Full you can't on. blast a precoming. <laughs> like, you got to just go, like everything's got to go. It's a full blown like. Bah.
0: That's that's premature ejaculation, so that's a different category. Right. So well that, not, I that's, was gonna say, yeah, like, no, no, no. you ever had this experience? Well, you never you're fucking married. You don't fucking even have this. Dude, I, but like I don't sometimes even know what that when, word like
1: means. It just sometimes just, yeah, you're like pre-comp. Pre, like, I don't I care come, when it happens. Like
0: I come smoke. <laughs> yeah, it's just dust. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I come, it's done. There's never early. Yeah. Um, that's when it's everything's always, done.
1: There's just always on time. It's over then. <laughs> like this.
0: <laughs> you may be suffering from premature ejaculation honey i'm sure the fuck not. Uh, I do it when i want
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's see Pre- it's so, gotta
1: be like a full-on like here's all the here's the guys. i
0: guess the embarrassing pre-cum would be like if you do kind of pre-cum in your pants right before a girl work wh- whips your dick out yeah, to jerk be, you off okay that's it's like one. oh no i already got the little fucking oh, drippies no, on top bad. yeah it's gotta be like, it's full and that like, that's like, when you and and guys i know you've done this when you see her fucking like whipping it out and you know you just had a little pre-cum on there, she's not really looking. When you come across with the other arm and you kind of fucking slide your forearm against the head of your penis and kind of wipe off that pre-cum in a, in a sidewards motion, that's my move, I don't Jeff.
1: don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> like
0: like if I'm laying on my back, all right, visual, I'm laying on my back. I don't want to. And she's laying next to me and she whips the fucking Sicilian pipe out, right? And I know, oh shit, there's a little pre-cum on there. But I can't go, like, wipe it, like, no. or make it obvious. Why would you do that? That doesn't make so sense. So, what I'll do is I'll just fucking come across, like, come across, like, why do you have you to it get it? Like, why do you, what are you, are you a dry guy? You're a dry guy. The one, she just went my dick out and I got a precom on, on top. So, what? Yeah, so
1: what? So, I got to get it
0: off. I can't let that see. I don't know. Why? Oh, it's embarrassing. God, dude, so weird. Maybe I it's a dating. Seven, I don't so, know. That's an so, yeah, like, that's a honor. Yeah, I guess. Done. I don't know. Look,
1: check it out. Look, get close. Grabbed <laughs> by the at you, hair in his bag. Look at, look what at you've that! Done. Look at that little a
0: drop of children look, sitting atop go. my mushroom. This is
1: what's happening. So you better you better go attack now because otherwise There's you're going to miss the, t- the fucking boat is leaving the shore right <laughs> now. And you you have a choice to make. You go, I, I don't, come across. I don't need any I, more like we don't need any more nonsense. So
0: either get get to going or you're done. Like I, I would. I, I come across. I come across with the elbow. I fucking do the that elbow so wipe, weird. little forearm wipe to get the fucking forearm precomb off. It's wipe. a, it's a technique I'm going to show you next time we hang out. So, wait. throwing <laughs> up in your own mouth, sharding or precoming.
1: Well, for one, I'm marrying precoming because that's the best. Like I don't give a shit. Like I don't care if it's, I don't care if it's in my pants, uh, all over the place, like whatever. Like I, I, like I love these people that are so concerned with when things happen. Like I just love it. I love it. Like, the, <laughs> this is not even close to the other two. Like, I just <laughs> I do out anywhere. Like, I just, yeah. Just rocking, in a movie theater, in church. Just uh,
0: spider manning the inside driving of Driving the Dairy Queen.
1: Like, in the middle of the frozen food section. Like I am like, whoopsie-daisy. He's like, well, let's sucks for everybody else but this is good <laughs> like i don't care what
0: you never pre-come no it's a, on time. It's a mathematical always on time possibility whenever that. it comes it's on time yeah just
1: exactly when it's supposed to and it's like isn't
0: that weird how like it just kind of pokes its head out and then like yeah the, the fucking avalanche comes a little while later yeah. but that initial like just it's just a couple drops yeah just to, well, just to well, say what's up See that's just a little just, peek around the bushes yeah just say hey what's going just on yeah, Chill out it, on the mushroom here?
1: Uh, uh, to me, it's always, that always has to do with how long okay. it's been.
0: Okay, so that's a good thing. So to you're that, marrying You're
1: marrying that. So it's a matter right. of throwing up in the mouth or sharding. <laughs> Man, you know what? This, this is a basic scientific fact. I don't really – there are two places on my body that I need clean, and that is my mouth and my asshole. Like those mm. two places, I so want this is, crystal clean. Like You right. should be able to eat a bowl of cereal out of each of them. So <laughs> it's a real tough. And I'm, I guess I'm going to have to fuck the throwing up in the mouth. Because. No, 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 no. I'm going to fuck sharding because I got to kill. So you're going to fuck
0: sharding?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to fuck sharding.
0: Wow. Just
1: because it's like. Upset
0: alert. Like, yeah, a little upset.
1: dee. It's for
0: sharding to hit the list on anything but kill here.
1: Yeah, I just don't like the upset mouth. Upset alert. You want your mouth to be as clean as humanly possible because it's the one that's. You know, going everywhere. Wow. If You're getting chunks of... I'm like, swallowing that back really down hurts your throat. It makes your breath stink. Wow. So I'd rather have... I mean, it just comes down to a fundamental principle of what would you rather have stink, your mouth or your ass? I'm going to go with ass. It's not great. I'm not 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 a proudest. I'm moment. assuming
0: you're saying the second you shart, you can hit to the bathroom and clean it right up. Yeah, yeah, like right, I, no matter where you are. We've you can go all fuck, been give it a, in the middle of you a all, Vegas you all, hotel
1: right. and like shit our pants and had to go and throw. But our when our you
0: throw up. up in your mouth, you got to make sure you got gum or mouthwash, exactly. so it's more of a procedure, right? Exactly, all right. you
1: can't throw out your freaking teeth and tongue. right, so all right, you can throw out so out your pants,
0: all right. I have thrown out my underpants Oh, I've done it 100%. Um, Oh, many times. a lot of times. Like, more (laughs)
1: more times than any human being.
0: There's been nights where I've done all three of these things where I pre-came and then sharted and then I had to throw up. So I just threw up in my underwear and threw it out. You have not
1: lived a life until you've thrown out your underwear in a Walgreens bathroom. Like, like (laughs) you ran there to get a Gatorade and shit your pants in that time and had to throw it out in the middle of the, the thing. Like you've not lived that life until that. That's living. <laughs> like there's no prouder moment to go to that cash register and you still buy the Gatorade. You're Like, yeah, oh, you put the Gatorade like by the candy you're like, oh, I'll be right back. I'm just I just shit my pants. I'm going to throw out my underwear in your bathroom with no and I don't even throw it in the garbage can. Just leave it in the middle of the floor. No, you never do, right? Just leave it in the middle of the floor. Be like, yeah. <laughs> What's that? What 258 for the Gatorade? Okay, cool. I'm just gonna go bare ass walk out. You know. Good oh luck cleaning God.
0: that. Up. What a disaster! I'm gonna I'm gonna marry. Uh, I'm gonna kill sharding. I just hate it. I hate it. I hate him. Shocking answer. Yeah, I hate sharding. Nobody Most like people it. love it. Most people love it. Moments. But yeah, that's uh, that's. I'm definitely killing sharding for sure. Um, this one's tougher. Um, lot to here's to what I'm gonna say because. I eat you've seen me I eat like an inmate right it's, like I'm like oh, 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 oh. like I do everything I smoke kidding. fast I eat fast I drink fast I inhale everything right mm-hmm. so I end up throwing up in my mouth a lot more than most people wow and yeah it, it happens pretty frequently to me because I just eat too fast and I'm like Bruh. but if I ate something delicious Sometimes I actually enjoy it because oh, it's like, oh, and it's sometimes gastric Jeff, juice all over it. I'll act. Yeah, I'll actually rechew it and swallow it again. So that's like so I don't know if I it depends on what I ate. Let's say I ate a delicious dish. Then I would probably consider um, marrying throwing up in my mouth. I'd so love you're to keep regurgitating. It, let's say a yon.
1: female ate a delicious dinner or whatever.
0: Isn't delicious grew up word? on
1: your dick? You would suck your own dick then. Because it would taste decently. That's,
0: Listen, that's if I ever theory. have an opportunity to suck that beautiful pipe between my legs, I would do it. I would always suck my own dick. Of course. So, like, anybody who yeah. says they wouldn't is an so idiot. So it's an unfair question because I'm I, No, I
1: understand. I'm saying, but it covered in like vomit, though.
0: My vomit, filet mignon. No, no, vomit. no, no, no,
1: like no, some chick, some dirty, like
0: delicious vomit. Like
1: though. let's say she's five two one eighty. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't. I only want my delicious vomit. Five two, It's only. It's like how
0: you only your farts smell good. God, I love that. Like my only shit. my, my are vomit are, tastes fantastic. good. Fantastic.
1: I I swear to God, I don't think my shit stinks either. Like everyone I, says, oh, your shit do not stink. My I'm like, stinky it shits.
0: Yeah, my stinky shits are nothing compared to like no. when the bod farts. Oh, like when Kurt farts. Yeah, like it. Clears the fucking house out yeah. when UFC nights. Yeah. Like my I'll sit there and fart in the corner all fucking night, mad yeah. lab and bot. Have no idea. That's they right. have no idea. I'm just blasting off the whole night in the corner. People don't and it doesn't re- really smell bad.
1: It's like I'm talking about I-, I shit my pants a lot more than people realize. Probably like, <laughs> and and nobody really ever has an idea. <laughs> and I'm just walking around like fine. Like it's dude, I fart and
0: bar like no one I, mine don't really oh, yeah. smell that much. I think it's because I shit a lot and often and I don't eat that a lot could of protein. Be it. We don't need a lot of protein and right. eggs and what these these health... The healthier the human is, the worse their fart smells Dude, that's and, true. I, I truly believe that. Like, listen. That's The true. fucking... The bag and a half of Skittles I ate that night for dinner <laughs> are not going to smell that bad You're when I let them rainbows. fly. Yeah, exactly. That fucking Hot Pocket and four Kit Kats. <laughs> are not going to fucking smell that bad. <laughs> you know it's going to smell bad? Mad Lab's 18 eggs and fucking onions that he ate. We have he like the house.
1: exact same diet, by the way. Usually like, like, Kit Kat and skill. I'm like, oh my God, I literally had that two days ago. Like, yeah,
0: that's like my dinner half the time. It's like Reese's Pieces, fucking Doritos, pickles, and a fucking Hot Pocket. Like That's, that's how I live. All right, I, I'm so ready yeah, to pr-
1: live like that. I see, my wife doesn't let me eat that. That's that's me. She well, goes no, to you sleep never at like 10 the o'clock. And then I'm up fucking cooking that shit. Like anything in a microwave or any chocolate bar. No, she
0: does make you dinner. It's just I always hold you up from dinner because I'm on the phone with you. True. And by it's the time you get up there, true. she just throws it out. Yes.
1: And I'll I'll be on the phone with you and MLB model. And mm-hmm. you, I know I send you guys the picture. Like my wife will literally throw out my dinner. Throw it like, yeah, Fuck yeah, you. That. Yeah, and I do not dinner, feel bad at, at all. and now it's gone. Good luck eating your Kit Kat and getting cancer again, you fuck. That's I essentially what she says.
0: Yeah, it's what she says. And, she yeah, she and says, I can't. There's no
1: argument. I'm like. Yeah, this was a wrong move.
0: I never feel bad. I never feel bad ever when right. that happens to you. Because that's now you're forced to eat what I have to eat anyway. Yeah, you're, so you're normal. I never feel bad. Yeah. Real quick here, Jeff, let's talk about some seasonal stuff here. Okay. Um, anyone popping off the waiver wire that you're seeing this week, any guys that you think may be worth adding um off the waiver wire in seasonal leagues. I know this probably isn't gonna be released till a little later Tuesday night. Yeah. But um, you know, a lot of leagues have waivers up until Wednesday and even Thursday. So
1: Well you gotta get like Elijah McGuire has to be owned. Mike Davis has to be owned. Carson's dealing with that hip. The hip is messed up. It was bad going into it. It was heavily wrapped on Sunday. So the Rams, as we saw, you know, Saints can run against them or did run against. You run against the Rams to keep their offense off the field. I don't know why they can't stop the run better. But, you know, this offensive line for Seattle has been good at run blocking this year. And Mike Davis has done well. So he has to be owned. Those two guys for sure. I like a sneaky peaky little Josh Adams.
0: I knew you were going there.
1: Yeah. I, I'm in on him. I think he's gonna fill the garrett Blunt slash Jay Ajayi role as sort of the power back and you're not gonna have monster games out of him, but you can get some multi touchdown games and you know, he's gonna he's gonna be a guy who's relatively productive, I think, for Phillies. So Am I going to start them right out of the right out of the gate uh, You know, after the bye um, against – who the fuck are they – I don't even know they're playing this week. Uh, I, I, oh, Dallas on Sunday Night Football. That's why. Now I'm not, not going to start Josh Adams, but I'm holding on to him because I'm very intrigued. The other two guys could be flex options for you in McGuire and or Mike Davis.
0: Yeah, I like the McGuire call. Um, Duke Johnson, believe it or not, is available in a lot more leagues than people think. I think a lot of people cut him last week. Good matchup Um, this week. Yeah, he was a guy who I was excited about, and then after he flopped, I was trying to trade him to everybody and no one wanted him. Now everyone wants him. So Duke Johnson with one of the best uh, matchups you can have this week, as you just said, against the Atlanta Falcons. So um, I think he's a big ad for this week. I think Baker going forward the rest of the the year. I don't hate that. Um, What about
1: Hireman? Where are you at? That's what I'm saying.
0: Like, Hireman is the guy that, yeah, I mean – I'm still I'm still higher on Hireman than most people are because it wasn't just a fucking dumb pick last week. Like, I actually did a lot of explaining as to why I liked him so much last week. And, you know, one of the things about him is he's been on the field. He's been running routes. He's been getting plenty of snap percentages. He's one of the highest snap percentage guys in the league. Like, he's he's out there. They just haven't been utilizing him him much, right? And, you know, it was just a situation where it's like with DT gone – You know, that's just one, you know, two, three extra targets that he should see. I like him more for DFS when his price stays down than I do for seasonal, you know, because I don't put him in like that top 12 to 15 tight end range, but at 2,600 in DFS. Yeah. But, you know, he's interesting, but I think he's more of a DFS play than a seasonal play, but I think he does get it.
1: I think so too. I mean, listen, tight ends, once you get past the first six. It's a disaster. Like guys like Jordan Reed, you don't even like, – How ugly, the fuck quick. do you play this guy anymore? But every week I'm like, I'm done with Jordan Reed. And then what happens is I'm in all these – you know, I have Jordan Reed probably six of 11 seasonal leagues. And I'm like, fuck, I'm done. I'm cutting him. And then I go to the waiver where I'm like, oh, my God. i like, oh, my God. I love you, Jordan Reed. Like, right. oh, my God. I, somebody who can get me three catches every week is amazing. It's just – there's a big separation, and that's why I was talking the last few weeks about paying up for tight end and how important mm-hmm. it, it is in DFS because the haves and have-nots at that position,
0: there's a huge contrast It's pretty there. extreme. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty fucking extreme, yeah. Vernon Davis, another guy um, I'd probably be picking up. One, we don't know what's going on with Jordan Reed this week. Um, two, he's really cheap on DraftKings. And three, he plays Tampa Bay, uh, which is a great matchup, so – um, that would be another guy on my radar there from a seasonal perspective. Let's look a little – let's ask another question for seasonal here. So, if you're one of these teams that's sitting in that boat where after nine weeks you're sitting there at three and six, you're sitting there four and five, I don't think you're worried at all, right? Because no, you're still, you're still dead in the middle. Three and six, you can still make it, but you're kind of doing the math, right? Like, I need to sweep, and then I need this guy to lose this week. Like, you're not just watching your team anymore. You're watching the whole board. Um, and leagues that have keepers – a lot of the leagues have trading deadlines this week and next, right? These are probably the two most popular trade deadline weeks this week and next week. What's the point where you start to sacrifice for next year if you can go make a good trade? We just had a situation in my league, which I need your opinion on. Uh-oh. Okay. So it's a it's a league where you can keep the guy in the round you drafted him in. Right. You know, you can keep two people, one in the top half of the draft, one in the bottom half. Yeah, I love that. So you can keep that's that was my philosophy I put in. We had to fight with it. I was like, you know, top half, bottom half, no one in the first three rounds. Yeah. And you get to keep them the next year two rounds above where you drafted them. So if you draft the guy in the 14th, you get to keep him in the 12th, right? Pretty simple. You, you understand it. Yep. Dude in last place traded to a dude who's in like fifth place, and he traded James Conner. He got James Conner. So the dude in last got James Conner. Obviously, the guy in fourth or fifth place is pretty worried about Lev Bell coming back and what that's going to mean. Right. He traded him James Conner oh for Saquon Barkley and A.J. Green. Wait, and and the logic what? with Eddie Motts, the commissioner, we've been me MadLab, we've been firing all morning on this. What his logic was? No- well, because Adams out of it, Quan and Connor are basically the same player, and and Connor has tremendous keeper value next year for Adam, who's already out of it, and AJ Green's going to miss two to maybe four weeks. We don't know how much, so that trade is fine, and we all lost our shit.
1: What is what? No, no. This is a that trade
0: is not okay. No, right? It's not
1: okay. No, it's not even close to okay. Like, there's under any circumstances, this is terrible. Connor, Quan, and, and Connor is
0: fine. Make that trade.
1: Connor and Barkley saying they're the same is not even quite right. Like, fine no. for one year, but AJ Green is so monumentally in addition, and you don't know right. what exactly. Is going on or not going on with him, which makes it anytime there's that kind of unclarity means you should veto the trade anyway. Just just out of pure precedent, and you know. And, and by the way, and I always say this, I love this fucking argument, but I could just tell. I don't. I had no idea this happened in your league, but I could just tell. Because there's always that asshole. We don't even know what AJ Green. Then why are you trading for
0: him? That's what I always tell people. And they're like, Oh yeah, that's right. Because you know damn well. And guess what? We don't know what's gonna happen with Connor. Yes. So the key here, there's one person in this trade Hmm. that we know exactly what's going on with, and that's Saquon Barkley. Yes. Nothing is gonna happen to him. He's in a glass golden case for the rest of the year, outside of injury. Nothing is gonna. He's the healthiest of everyone. He's got the most defined role. If Lev Bell comes back next week and ends up doing a timeshare with Connor and AJ Green comes back in a week instead of two or three, you literally just got AJ Green and Saquon Barkley for half of James Connor. Dude, That's what this trade can be.
1: Yeah, it, it's not. It's like this idea, for one, no. No, Lev, like Lev Bell not going to factor in like that. I'm not even that worried about that. Like, whatever he can, but, but if he doesn't, right? But there, this trade
0: doesn't make sense even if he doesn't factor
1: in, right? But the idea that for one, the key everyone that thinks James Conner it's funny. I'm always on, like, I'm always on the opposite side, and I don't get it. Why can't anybody be reasonable? There's no certainty that James Connor is the starter next year. We don't know that. Like, you don't, they could bring somebody in. They could bring a free agent in. He can get hurt. You have no fucking idea what it is that, you know, Brothusberger could, could retire. Talked about it last offseason. You know, there's so much that can happen to think that this, oh, yeah, he's just, this is the same guy. And he's going to be that next. That's ridiculous. So, even that, I mean, you have that side of the risk, let alone, like, you could just be getting Barkley and AJ Green for literally zero. Then what? I mean, Oh man, no, I, I... I always
0: feel like the keeper aspect because I'm sure a lot of leagues are dealing with this. I get the tweets about it, like the the dynasty leagues and the keeper leagues when people are in like full on like rape mode, you know, right before the deadline. Because yeah. I do it too. Of course. Go hunt of course. down the last place team. You're not responsible as an owner if you're not trying to make these trades. Right. Go hunt down the last place team. Go and pillage his stars for DJ Moore's and Cortland Suttons. Right. Like, I'll give you DJ Moore and Cortland Sutton, who is a Dynasty League, and you can keep him for a long time, and you give me Todd Gurley, right? Like, you try and go just – it's the commissioner's job to make sure that that can't happen. But you're not doing your job if you're not. Um, You know, so from the seasonal perspective, not to harp on, you know, my one trade in my league that just took place too long, what do you think people should be doing as far as, you know, when's the point when – should you give up right now? Do you just fucking mail it in? Do you look for keepers next year? Do you go to fuck your friend over? What's your philosophy
1: dude I'm I never stop and I've talked about this beyond I mean, this is true this is this life shit that we're talking here I will never give up on anything like, especially when it's competition you would be you guys would be stunned on some of the comebacks you could make if you just don't let off the gas. The person that you're three and six and they're six and three, they may talk tough. They're just as worried about their teams as anybody. I, I was always the dude, like when we played pickup basketball, nobody wanted me to guard them. And I was a slow white dude, you know? But be, why? Because I put my fucking forearm right in the middle of your back and I laid there. I just stabbed. And I knew I had a bony forearm and eventually your back is going to get bruised and i put my weight in there and it started to hurt and hurt and i never let off you the whole game and it would piss people off. i got in so many fights in the basketball court it was ridiculous. why i'm not giving up and i'm just using my move to retch on you if you're three and six every game's a playoff it, the whole rest of the season every game's a playoff stop analyzing players like hey is this guy better or that guy it's not about that one goal beat the team you're playing that's it. You don't have to have best players. You don't have to have this player. You don't have to have that player. You don't have to do anything, but win that week, whatever it takes. And the only thing you should look at is your opponent. Don't look at what you're doing next week. Or what You can make moves, waivers, trades, whatever you have to do to best position yourself for that week and win that week and keep that mentality going because ultimately that's what's going to win the championship anyway. You could be sitting with – you guys, everyone thinks Todd Gurley uh, – Todd Gurley ain't playing the last two games. If the Rams were to go undefeated, he's not playing the last two games. Does anybody understand this? Like he and that's championship week. What are you gonna do then? What are you gonna do? You know, don't give up. Don't think it's over. It's not over at all. And the fact of the matter is, if you're three and six, you're playing a team that's six and three or seven and two, they're gonna think they got an easy win on you. They, they're going to overlook you. They're looking to the playoffs. They're looking way ahead. How do I match up against the team that's 8-1? and one? That's what they're thinking about. And you come in, and boom, you hit them. Next week, you come in, same thing. They're going to overlook you. Boom, you hit them. Next thing you know, you're productive, and maybe that week you get an easy win. Boom, now all of a sudden you're in. Right now, sudden, and you're trained like you're. You know it's win or go home. It's like the NCAA tournament. You're already tournament trained. Like you know your back's up against the wall. You're used to playing for that week. So you got it. You're making those under the radar moves. You're picking up the Jeff Hiramans. You're picking up the Josh Adams. You're picking up these guys, and you're ready to win championships. And you're going to come out of nowhere. And listen, if you're one and eight right now, I don't give a shit. Be it, there's nothing better than being one and eight. And, and beating up on somebody who thought you were going to be an easy win for them and knocking them out of playoff contention, knocking them off their bye.
0: It's just pride. Yes. It's just pride. Like, never I have never off. sold off my team. I When I'm in bad spots, never. like I, this year in, in Eddie Motz's league, which is our big league, right? My first four picks, um, I lost Freeman for the year. I lost Dal Cook for basically the whole entire year. I haven't had him at all. I had Josh Gordon, who was a fucking dead man for like six weeks of the season. You know, until he started to emerge. So it's like my whole team is just fucking bludgeoned, you know, like the whole year. Four of my first five picks have just been fucking death. You know, this so, so but you know, I started off real slow and now I'm we play two teams a week. So I'm seven and eleven. Right? So I just won two last week because I'm getting healthy. If I win two this week, I'm nine and eleven. If I win two next week, I'm five hundred and I'm probably in the playoffs. Right. Eddie Mott's was oh and eight. And now he's nine and nine. You know, like mm-hmm. you just rolled off nine of ten. Like this shit happens. So for me, it's like I'm always going to keep fighting and not give up on the league, but I will look for opportunities. If someone's going to trade me a keeper, you know, that I have some interest in and it's not going to tank my team, but it's going to hurt me a little bit, I'm going to make those moves. So so I do kind of look at next year a little bit. Um, you probably don't give a fuck at all because you think everything can change and it can. Yeah. But for me, I'm going to try and get those middle ground trades. For instance, like I have uh, Goff in the 12th round, right? So that would be a trade I would try to make if I needed a quarterback. I'd try and go and get a guy like Goff who's got keeper upside but also has upside for this year, a DJ Moore, a Cortland Sutton. But I'm not just going to go trade for you know Will Fuller right now if I'm in last place because I get to keep him in the fucking 10th round next year or whatever. That's I'm not going to take a fucking zero in my lineup and just give up on the league.
1: No, never so. do that. And by the way, I story, NFBC, National Fantasy Baseball Championship, yeah, uh, all star break. It was 2015. All star break of twenty fifteen. I was in last place out of fifteen teams in a rotisserie style. That's the other
0: thing. Do you want to come in last?
1: Like I was in last Ugh. place. Oh no, I never no. No. Right, no. Never. You can't. You gotta fight to get out of the basement. Fifteenth place at the all-star break. Came back and won the fucking league. All the way back. Now it was, you know, it was a closer league, obviously, and all that stuff. But dude, to be in 15th. And come back to first, and I didn't spend a single day in first place until the last day of the season, or second. I think it was last two days. That's the only time, all the way back, and won a, a, the highest stakes league you could imagine. It wasn't their ten thousand; it was fifteen hundred, but still a high stakes league. Great competition, and I'm you know I'm in football mode in August and September. So for right. me to close that out was even more more impressive, at least to myself. And I'll tell you, doesn't matter. You never stop you don't understand let your opponents give up let them not believe in you let them underrate you let it happen and just keep swinging you never know where you are gonna land that blow that knocks off mike tyson like buster but a
0: little piece of advice here you know a little piece of advice for those of you that are out there fucking wandering on the waiver wire and wandering in the fucking depths of your league go pick up guys like darius geis Go pick up guys like Will Fuller if someone dropped him. If you have keeper potential oh, or keep if you have them. long-term potential on these, these are the guys you need to look for. The guys that have been on the IR, the Darius Geis. that Henry. everyone, Right, these guys that everyone forgot even fucking existed. Hunter Henry's
1: been out since May, so he's going to be totally raring to go by next July. He might play this I would season. say
0: Geis is the gem of all gems, right? That's the guy no one's fucking thought about that's just rotting out there. Some people forgot he's probably still in the league, right? Yeah like and that's a guy you could fucking go get and maybe you know depending on your league status and what how they what they allow you to do with free agents um that's some good opportunity there so so think a little bit ahead those of you that are in good standing in your seasonal leagues especially those of you guys that are basically locked into the playoffs right now you need to start making trades and looking forward to the playoff schedules you need to start looking at weeks 13 14 15 and 16 Broncos and put, defense right yeah, exactly 49ers, Broncos defense
1: Raiders like terrible Terrible –
0: or great matchups for us. Yep. So you need to start looking at these beautiful matchups that are going to be sitting out there. Uh, Let's talk a little bit of DFS this week, Jeff, what we're looking at for this upcoming Week 10. Um, I know we haven't gone super deep into it yet. It's early in the week. But just kind of first glance, we already talked about Duke Johnson. I think that's a guy who's going to be on my radar cheap going against the Atlanta Falcons. What are some things you're looking at uh, for this upcoming week? I think I know my
1: quarterback in cash is already going to be. Who is it? It's Phil Rivers. It's Oakland. Like, it's it's tough because you got Melvin Gordon there, too. So it's going to be hard which one to choose. But if you look at the quarterback landscape, and again, I do most of my quarterback work on Tuesday. I still have to alter shit. But there's not there's, – eh, it's just not great. It's like, you know, Pat Mahomes against Arizona, but how much is they going to really do? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. really? I mean, he'll throw over – I don't know. And at his price, we've talked about – I like Phil Rivers, man. And on the road, maybe there's a little extra oomph for Oakland. You could keep it competitive for three quarters, you know, just more than Arizona's going to do against Kansas City, in my opinion, for a lot cheaper price. I think Phil Rivers, man, that's the guy to go to. Not a lot of great quarterback matchups this week, Tommy.
0: That's the thing. It's interesting. So just to give you guys a little bit of kind of the early week rundown, we have the saints Bengals, which is going to be, you know, obviously one of those shootouts right there. Uh, this is a Sunday game, 1 o'clock game, 54 total. You have another Sunday 4 o'clock game, Seahawks-Rams, 51.5. You have a 1 o'clock game, Redskins-Bucks, 51.5. 4 o'clock, Chargers-Raiders, 50.5. Uh, 1 o'clock, Falcons-Browns, 50.5. The Sunday night game, uh, Thursday night game, I'm sorry, yeah. if you're playing on you know any of those slates. You got Steelers-Panthers, 50.5. Another 1 o'clock Sunday game, Chiefs-Cardinals, 50. That's a lot of 50-point games right there. You literally only have one, two, three, four games on the entire slate Sunday that have totals under fifty. So the difference between the seventh highest total and the highest total is only a few points. So we we've been seeing it, you know, a little more spread out, right? Like where you have those two or three shootout games, but there's a lot of games that could shoot out here. The the big thing this week is how many Chiefs do you want to have? Yeah. And what's the situation with a 16 and a half point spread here? (laughs) Uh, For me, it doesn't really scare me. And I think I'm just still looking at that 45 to 10 game against Cincinnati where everyone went bananas, right? Like Mahomes is just, he's just so good that efficiency wise, I don't think he needs to fucking throw the ball 40 times. Like Mahomes has been scoring 30 points a game and he hasn't thrown the ball 40 times since week four. So, you know, he's kind of just like 25 for 32, you know, and, and that's how he'll just throw three or four touchdowns. So, I don't know. How many Chiefs can you go against Arizona?
1: Um, Well, for me, obviously, cash is only one, so I have to pick my direction. Um, And I think my direction will probably be Kareem Hunt. It just the mm. guy's been ridiculous. I mean, Nails. Kareem Hunt has been Nails. legendary this, like, the last six, seven weeks. So, had a bad first game. Ever since then, he's been great. And, um, price is up there, but again, you're going to have to, you know, Todd Gurley going up against the, the, in a late game where everyone's likes to stack late against Seattle and shit like that. Like to me, Kareem Hunt's, uh, Kareem Hunt's the ideal play there. Although fucking Travis Kelsey, pretty good too. It's tough. And that's a real tough, it's between Kelsey and Hunt for me, if I'm only picking one, for sure, there's nothing wrong with Mahomes. You're going to so- have
0: a tough spot because yeah. you like to pay up for tight end, and if you don't go Kelsey, you know you're delving into the you know. I do have or, you know banged up Gronk Jordan Reed and Howard. But
1: that's that's a huge risk.
0: Right, that's a big risk. Right, you don't like to but take risk. But the price of tight end. is
1: down on Jordan Reed. I got away with it last week. I don't know if I can go again. That it, it's going to be tough because those are the two ways to go. I want everybody to understand something about my Pat Mahomes thing because. It's God, there's nothing to say against Pat Mahomes in the world. My problem with him is he's too expensive. And at quarterback, I simply don't need to do that. I just know I don't need to do it. He's fantastic. He always scores high. Everything's great. I feel like the first four weeks of Pat Mahomes was when to get him, though. And now Mm -hmm. he belongs to the world and he's so expensive. And in this atmosphere, where if you don't have Connor, you don't have Hunt, Mm -hmm. Gurley, Oh, you know, and you know, or I'd Chris like McCaffrey to specify Lesley.
0: for you, this is really FanDuel specific. He's ninety eight hundred on FanDuel and like seven K on DraftKings. There's a huge difference, yeah. right? Yeah. So like you know, I just want it for everyone out there, because I'm also preaching, why not just play Mahomes on every lineup every week? And people need to understand that when we're talking about two different sites, yeah. That's see dramatic. my whole debate with DraftKings is all the quarterbacks are too cheap, so just give me the best one. Right. I could still go get Kareem Hunt and Kamara last week with Mahomes and Kelsey on Fanduel. You can't do that, yeah, you can. so you know you're you're speaking more Fanduel here. But now nah, 9800 is a haul for any quarter,
1: dude. I mean, it, and again, there's nothing, not a single thing wrong. But what else are you going to get? And the way you, you look at your lineup with a, a Mahomes lineup on Fanduel at 9800. And then you look at your thing with a, you know, paying down for even a Rivers who's very expensive. What's he, eighty six or something? I mean, you just look at it and it's way better. You, you feel better about your Rivers lineup than you do with your Mahomes lineup, The entirety of it, at least.
0: This is uh, this is the point right here that I was making last week that people need to accept and understand. Patrick Mahomes on Fanduel is the second most expensive player. On the entire site. And is $800 more expensive than the third most expensive player. Okay? So he's not two. He's like more 1A. Right? Like he's 10K when the next... Kareem Hunt's nine. To put that in perspective, he's the 13th most expensive player on DraftKings. And literally only... To find someone like $800 less than him, I need to go down to like the 25th most expensive player. So he's literally right there with Mike Evans and David Johnson and Edelman and Keenan Allen and James White. Like, it's a totally different debate whether you're going to go for the second most expensive player by a lot, 10% more than third place, or the 14th most expensive player in the same guy. Right. Right? Like... Like it's a totally different debate. So again, shame on you, DraftKings, for Jesus. making all these quarterbacks so damn cheap. Yeah, that's Do you believe they man. have 14 people more expensive than Patrick Mahomes or whatever? Uh, I mean, he's the highest scoring player on the site. Yeah, 30 and a half points a game ahead of Gurley on DraftKings. Right. I mean, and he's he's 72. I
1: don't know if it's like I, I, I go back and forth whether it's a good or bad thing for like us personally. Because it's bad. in a way, it's like. I'm not even touching. It. Like it's not even close to me. Like I, it's not in my world. Like i fandom I'm saying,
0: like right. it's not even close. Crazy ten k. Yeah, know, that's, and like, but and that's what he should be. That's what makes it fun, he right? Should be, but that, when you but can go get Fitzpatrick I love for seven k, still stomp for that. Like I should,
1: right. I should love for people. And if you're not a subscriber to Guru Elite, then I'm very happy. Keep playing them for ninety eight hundred dollars. While we have 7K quarterbacks on the other side. Like, I'll do that all day. But, yeah, it's way different on DraftKings. Yeah, way different.
0: I mean, that's 9,800. It's a haul. That's that's a haul. Um, Some other players this week that you're looking at. We talked about Kareem Hunt, um, obviously in a great spot versus Arizona. Um, A lot of people have kind of been picking a side. They're either going with Hunt or they're going with Mahomes and Kelsey. I don't think you have to make that decision. I think you could fucking play all these guys. But at running back is really where a lot of the decisions are going to be made. Quarterback. Like you said, there's not many things that are just, you know, kind of jumping off the page at quarterback, right? You have a great matchup with Mahomes. You got Rodgers who's up there in a decent spot. Breeze on the road isn't that sexy. Um, I guess Matt Ryan, I think a lot of people think the bloom is going to come off this Rose at some point, but it's really not. He's just still Matt Ryan, so it's kind of yucky to roster, but he's been balling out of control. What's your take? Like, is this is this the Matt Ryan we're going to see for the rest of the year or is the Matt Ryan who's going to piss us off about to show back up?
1: Well... I think the one that pisses us off because if he does it this game, this is a, this is a huge – it's a turning point game because the Redskins, there's a lot of reasons. Like, okay, they came off a bye, yada, yada, right. yada. But this one, you know, second week, they don't have a ton of time to prepare like they did the other game. It's another road game. He has been bad. He's been bad, He's been bad on the road. Horrible. Year. Yeah. but This year, too. Yeah. This whole se- – that's what I'm saying. But yeah. he did well at Washington. Some people think, oh, it's over. It's over. You can't underestimate what team what guys do on a buy. Mm-hmm. so when they're on a buy, they come up they, two weeks. weeks to prepare you know good coaches. That's when you find out how good of a coach somebody is and Dan Quinn constantly has his team ready to go constantly. It didn't take him long to turn around Atlanta. He is the reason that the Seattle defense was so fantastic for those years. It wasn't Gus Bradley who get, got a lot of the credit, and he was gone before they made the second Super Bowl appearance and flushed down the toilet in Jacksonville. Dan Quinn's a good coach, mm-hmm. and he gets his teams ready. Yeah. Even with I, injuries I and everything, it doesn't matter. He, they're still and this is tough,
0: too, because you're facing a Cleveland team that's had a pretty good secondary. They've been better through the air than on the ground, and Matt Ryan's been terrible on the road. So, yeah, there's a lot of factors here that, that make you wonder if, if this is the week where he starts to regress. Yep. What about rivers? you love rivers on in Oakland, right? I love it, yeah, this Absolutely. spread was crazy to me, wasn't it? weren't they laying like ten on the road? Yeah, nine You never and a see half. that. Yeah. I mean I'm gonna fucking bet it because right. I just bet against Oakland every week, but you know that's that's very rare to see a team given team like team like the Chargers, who isn't like the chiefs or the Rams, right right like a team like the Chargers laying ten on the road is is pretty uncommon um running back position uh, as we just mentioned, you're basically looking at Gurley, Gordon Kamara hunt. Mixon against New Orleans. I think this New Orleans defense is for real. This Rundy. I think we realized that last week. So I'm not really high on Mixon. But Ooh. James White showing. You are high on Mixon yeah, this week? I kind of like Mixon. Yeah. Oh, no. Veto. Yeah. Veto. 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 No,
1: don't veto. Another team coming off of. Buy. I veto your veto. I use Vito, my veto to veto you. No,
0: veto. No. Vito. Can I That's use a veto to veto my veto? You can, you can use my veto to veto my veto, but that would be a stupid veto to use.
1: Probably. I don't listen. I don't, I'm not sure I'm going to use Mixon, but when Marcus Davenport's not in, uh, I think that the Saints, Saints sold out for the run last week, and they were you know very wise to do so. I also thought McVeigh got way too cute, especially early in the game, and going yeah, know, all the, the the tomfoolery they did. So uh, I, I think Mixon could do well. I I look at Cincinnati's offensive line, and I think they could handle the um, the the New Orleans defensive line. And I think if, if New Orleans sells out to cover, they're going to be in some trouble. Although not having A.J. Green does suck. That's that's bad. Right.
0: And Geo might be back. Geo so, is back, yeah. Right. So, it's yeah, it's full veto for me. I'm giving you full veto. Um, David Johnson is the interesting one I coming know. off that break because we talked about the change in left, which, and we saw signs, right? They really didn't start coming together as a team until you know a little bit later into that game. And I don't know if they ever really came together. It was like fucking the game was like a baseball score. But... You know, coming off the bye now when you got a new coach who's in here, new you know, new play caller, new shot caller. This is a situation where off the bye, I told everyone, don't judge this guy, these guys based on what they did right before the ju- bye. Judge them by what they do after the bye. So you got a team that started to pick it up, right? We saw 20 touches out of David Johnson before the bye. We saw Larry Fitzgerald have a resurgence game. We were all over him in the article. Um, Christian Kirk's got some upside. And Rosen actually in the second half of that game started to almost look like an NFL quarterback, right? Like at the end of that game, they came back and won that game. Keep in mind, they were doing nothing the whole first half. In the second half, they kind of got their shit together and started to move the ball. Now they get a whole nother week with Leftwich and these guys. I don't know, man. Part of the reason I'm so high on Kansas City is I think this whole Arizona team has a shot to, to kind of put some shit together and not stay competitive, but put up double-digit points, you know, put up 14, 17 maybe, just to at least keep this live and keep Kansas City going. I so, think the focus
1: and, is going to be more on David Johnson and Fitzgerald, so I think that's mm-hmm. good. How much they can do, uh, I I worry about it. Um, but It I is mean, the
0: Kansas City D, keep in mind. I know, I
1: know. And they should be – I mean, Kansas City, you get scoring, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I like, it, Man, I don't know. I, it, it, It's a huge test of what Byron Likwitz can do
0: in two weeks. But man, not a cash buy,
1: not ideal. I mean, he's priced pretty low though, so it it be, he becomes like viable. If we think he's going to get like he's sixty nine hundred bucks on Fanduel, it's like, yeah. oh fuck it, man. That's They're, pretty cheap. I, you know, I could, I could I could do David Johnson sixty nine hundred, and you know, coming off two weeks, you know, trying to two weeks off. Implement more plays for him, more packages where he's a receiver and things like that. He's the
0: same price as, like, Mark Ingram and, like, Nick Chubb and AP, right? Like, Jordan Howard. So, yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, on DraftKings, he's a little more expensive, right? Like, he's 6,800. So, he's almost the same price on both, which makes him more expensive inherently because you only get $10,000 less of salary on DraftKings. But if you had to decide between Gurley, Gordon, Kamara, and Hunt, rank those four early week rankings. Rank those in order.
1: I think Kamara is the trap. I think Mm -hmm. people constantly do this where they go back to him. Like, we forgive, then we're down on him, then we're back. I think it's a Mark Ingram week on the road against Cincinnati. So he's fourth. I love Kareem. Kareem Hunt's one. Mm -hmm. Fucking Melvin Gordon, man. All he does is produce.
0: You know what the thing about Gordon is that I hate this year? He actually looks good. I know. Like, in the past, it was Melvin Gordon was just a volume whore. Yeah. This year he actually looks like a real live star running. Schuster back.
1: and I did a, a thing where we did our top five teams in the NFL and our bottom five teams in NFL. And believe it or not, and it, this is stunning to me and why I wanted to do it, is the Chargers were fifth on my list. And right. going into last week, they hadn't played anybody. They're not but the fact that this offensive line looks so good. No, and that I think that inherently makes Gordon look better. Phillip Rivers is the only quarterback, including Pat Mahomes, in the NFL that has thrown multiple touchdown passes every game this season. The only guy who's done that. And they're about to get Joey Bosa back and that defense. Like, holy shit, this team is yep. so and that without
0: looking, guess how many interceptions Phillip Rivers has thrown this year? One, three. Oh, think about that. The three, he you know, 19 good, touchdowns, nine three interceptions this year.
1: Yeah, like I said, multiple in every game. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty. That's as consistent as it gets for fantasy. So uh, I go Hunt first. I'll go Gurley second. Gordon then Camara. So all
0: right, let's move to wide receiver real quick. Here, AJ Green out. Are you in on all the Tyler Boyd, or do you think this is one of those Manzian situations where it's like, oh, not so fast? Yeah, they're they, going to bracket him, and we may want to look. They are going to bracket him, and they
1: price them way up, mm-hmm. way up. So that's mm-hmm. that's what throws me off about
0: Boyd. <sighs> You're looking at a little. Little John Ross resurgence, you
1: know. I fucking he's there. They just activated, with Auden Tate um, from the practice squad. We saw, you know, Don Beebe's kid come in in Minnesota and produce. After that, I, I, I need to dive in more to the Cincinnati, but I don't think I'm going to be on Boyd. I'm going to pay up at running back because I just there's too much you there. Just, it's just what you do. Yeah, what the I right and it's the right move. It's the right move. Then Cincinnati, I just don't know. I don't know how Boyd's going to respond. Um, I like Tyler Boyd coming out of school, and then he let me down, and now he's done well, but I don't know how then he reacts. It's like feeling. It's, well, I mean, the guys look great know. in their situations, but when mm-hmm. they move out of the situ- as we started the show off talking about, it it scares me. So if he was still 6,800, yeah, fuck yeah, it. I'll take that right. shot. But at 75, blah, he's the fifth highest priced guy, or fourth really if you discount A.J. Green, like, I'm not going to pay that kind of wages for Tyler Boyd.
0: It's scary when you get up to that. Give me
1: Tyreek at 73, even if he sees Patrick Peterson. I'll still go Tyreek at 73. Yeah, o, you prefer for Boyd? Yes, for sure.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, this is going to be this is going to be an interesting one here. So the other question is here. We got Julio, who's probably going to see a lot of Ward. Sure. You got Michael Thomas, well, Ward who's probably got gonna
1: hurt. Remember, Daniel Ward this left this game last week, so we're waiting exactly what his status may be, but. Like, if, if he's
0: out. Oh, if he's out, that changes everything, of everything course. Changes. Yeah. I mean, he left with what? Was it a hip or something? I think was it, was it was a hip, a hip?
1: injury. Yeah. There was a bunch of hip injuries this past week.
0: Okay. I didn't think it was that serious, but, but you're yeah, right, he was out for, I, think he, I don't think he came back. Yeah. So we do need to check on that. Obviously, it's only Tuesday. So and got EJ of time. Gaines had a concussion. So let's assume, too. let's assume that he's in. Let's assume Ward's yeah, yeah, in because obviously sure. it makes it a no brainer if he's out. Right. So you got Julio Jones going against Ward, you got Michael Thomas. Basically, you know, we've seen what Cincinnati has been able to do against guys like Antonio Brown. He got point chasing and it's on the road right now. Um, Tyreek Hill, we just mentioned. And then I think the guy who's going to go a little under the radar, who I'm in love with, Keenan Allen uh, against Oakland here. I, I think I just feel like no one rosters him or any of the Chargers. Like no one ever rosters Rivers, Keenan Allen, Williams, or I think maybe Williams... Both the Williams guys get the most rostering. I don't even think people really roster Melvin Gordon ever. Like not really. Like they're always under owned, right? The Chargers. Yes, So
1: constantly, and so you know, pick your pick your spots. Use a hook. Who's up.
0: who do you like out of those guys? Julio, Michael Thomas, Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen. You just mentioned Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans. Who's your favorite out of those elite guys? Devontae Adams. Fucking hey man, that
1: that's a real tough
0: question. Um. And we're early, obviously. This is just at first glance. This could know. all I, kind of change a little of, bit by Friday.
1: I lean Julio. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't dug into wide receivers yet, but man, I'm mean, sort of lean Julio on that. I like Tyreek. I think I mean Tyreek dude, can break it at any time. And if he gets anybody but Peterson, like any time he gets anybody but Peterson, it it's it's a mismatch of epic proportions in terms of speed. Nobody can, and tackling abilities. The Cardinals secondary can't tackle
0: either. That so, tends to be a problem when you can't tackle. A little bit or of a problem. That is a problem. Yes, that's never a good thing. No. So I think I'm leaning a little keen in sneakiness here. I don't know how popular he's going to end up being. I think I'm going to avoid Julio Ford's Ward's playing. I think I'm going to avoid Thomas a little bit um, on the road there. Uh, do like Devontae Adams. But for me, it kind of looks like a week where I'm going to be going to that like mid-tier, lower tier for wide receiver. Probably see a good deal of Fitzgerald in my lineups. Yeah, I kind of fits too. Yeah, you'll probably see me go take some chances on one of the Rams wide receivers there. Um, Keenan Allen, who's not overly expensive. And then I've been having a lot of success punting wide receiver. You know, guys like Corey Davis down there at 4,500, Josh Doxson at 4K. You know, you still got Sutton, Sutton and more and guys like that. So... Uh, I'll probably be going a little more expensive at running back, a little cheaper at wide receiver, tight end position, probably looking at uh, Kelsey as your pay-up guy. But my dude, O.J. Howard, just keeps fucking producing week after week. I love him week after week. And his price isn't crazy. He's up to 5300 now on DK, which is starting to get into that, like, right. fuck my life territory because you really like that. But I think if uh, Jordan Reed doesn't play, VD over there at 2800 And then if Jordan Reed does play, I think he's a good value at 4400
1: I I think Jordan Reed, I mean, I I keep saying it and fucking drives me crazy. But, man, that's the spot I want to go. Really got to dive into it. But I don't see any reason not to. If you pay up, Kelsey makes a lot of sense. I love O.J. Howard like you have. I've played O.J. Howard a bunch. This year, he has both let me down and helped me out. And that was sort of my early season struggles. I was living the Njoku Howard life. Mm -hmm. And it was back and forth and forth and back. And he's pretty steady right now. So I think Howard would be my second option How about
0: Trey Burton under 4k on DK this week against Detroit? Not Seems a little low, right?
1: Bad. Yeah, I mean this is you and I are opposites on the teams that we love because I will right. I cannot stand Mitch Trubisky. I can't stand him. He can't read defenses. The only reason Burton gets good games is because he sits open. He literally runs around and sits there and Trubisky then finds him. Because he's literally just sitting open. Right. He yeah. can't hit anybody in stride. If you notice, go back and watch the tape. On oh, Trubisky. I do. Yeah. yeah. He, I argue he, my brother about it every, every day. Every receiver that catches the ball has to be stopped when they catch it because he cannot hit him on the on the run, and it's a, it's a major problem. So it it takes me away from Burton a lot. But of all the Bears receivers, he is the one guy that I think has a better better chance to be more consistent. Just because he's he gets open, he plays in the middle of the field, and he and, stops a lot,
0: and he is able to stop and sort. <laughs> the of The other guys sit keep there. running, and he stops. <laughs> and when they hit him, he doesn't drop the ball. Right, right. he catches it, and he's a red zone target. Um, let's go to a couple of fuck Mary kills before we get out of here. Yeah. So uh, let's do the uh, let's do the f that first, and then we'll see if we can fit a fuck Mary killing or not. Okay. Ready. We're already an hour and a half, so let's see if we can knock out <laughs> Wait, two and well a half the, hours. The,
1: the, the plan that had no plan, we already did. Yeah, an hour and ex- and a half.
0: exactly. No show plan. Show plan was last week and this week, and we're an hour and a half in and haven't even gotten to have the stuff. So I'm going to let you start with the F that, Jeff. This is your segment from the radio. So uh, I'll let you introduce it, and then you can go first.
1: Oh, my God. Um, geez, there is so many. All right. Am I F that for this week? Is people, <laughs> people that need to talk to you unnecessarily? Like I I do this every morning I go and get my coffee, right? (laughs) Every morning. And uh, like, I like to talk on the phone. I'll call you or Rob or or, or MLB model or Ted or Ray or something like that. You know, call somebody, have a quick chat, you know, what's going on in the world and stuff. And I like to do that. And, but then they make you sit at the window and they want to talk to you. And every day, the same fucking lady Is like, tell me what you got going on this Tuesday. Did you vote? Did you? you, I don't want you. Oh, I swear to God, they asked, do you have a teenage daughter? You look familiar. I go, and I go, and I was on the phone with Schuster. I go, and I said this to like, go. The fuck kind of question is that? (laughs) Who asks you that? I don't. If I ask that question, I'm in jail. I don't want to talk to you. Not and you could be a nice person, and I don't mind you. And you know what? Part of me appreciates you wanting to do good at your job and everything. But I don't want you. It's same like a waiter or waitress at a restaurant. Don't get involved in my conversation in my life. I don't want you a part of it. Bring me my fucking food. Like, bring me my goddamn mozzarella sticks. Don't get in my business. Oh, I love that movie. No, I don't care what you think of the movie. If I care what you think, I would ask you, hey, what do you think of the movie, dipshit? No, I didn't say that. So stop, stop involving yourself forcibly into other people's conversation. I just, if you ever hear yourself saying the words, I just, it has happened over here. Don't, just abort, run away and dive into the middle of a pool or something. Leave earth. Stop doing it. Nobody wants you to be part of their goddamn conversations. F that. That. Fuck I that.
0: agree with you. I think that happens more out West than it does back. here. Everyone's in such a hurry over here in Chicago and New York and all that. They are you move right out to Arizona true, and SoCal. It's like everyone's just fucking floating. Like they true. got all the time in the world and they want to know about everyone. Obviously, I think you're going to know where I'm going to go with my F that. And this is people who run around on Twitter with the I just voted sticker on. <laughs> I fucking hate Uh-oh. you. You're all pieces of shit. Every one of you that feels the need to post, who wears a fucking sticker? First of all, you're fucking 40. What are you wearing a fucking sticker for, you fucking loser? The only reason you went to vote, half you millennial fucktards out there, is so you could post the picture of the fucking sticker to show that you voted. They're selling these fucking stickers on eBay. You can actually buy these fucking stickers. If you did a mail-in fucking fucking vote. You can fucking just take it from the envelope and you never even needed to put a vote in. You're fucking losers. If you need to bring attention to the fact that you did something that every American has been doing their whole fucking lives and never felt the need to tell anyone about it to the point where it was supposed to be taboo to even talk about you voting or who you voted for, for like the fucking last hundred years, you're a fucking troll. You're a fucking tool. You're an insecure piece of shit. Okay. No one gives a fuck that you voted. The voting stickers are the definition of a fucking participation trophy. That is exactly what it is. You didn't even do anything. You didn't accomplish anything. You were given this right because you turned a certain age. You didn't have to pass a test. You didn't have to take a quiz. You didn't have to be the first 20 people online. You literally just had to be 18 years or over and you get to fucking vote. So what are you fucking bragging about? You shouldn't even be allowed to vote, you dumb millennial fucks, because half of you fucking idiots don't know the first fucking thing about politics, and you're just going out and voting for the goddamn sticker, so you're actually hurting the process. The process was for people to be educated and then vote and make a decision, and your dumb fuck vote is canceling out my educated vote, so fuck you, fuck your fucking stickers, fuck your fucking campaigns, Fuck your whole go vote blue or go vote red. All you motherfuckers that think you should just go down and vote all Republican or all Democrat, you're just as dumb as the other motherfuckers out there because you're sitting there going, I'm for the Me Too movement. I'm for no sexual harassment and no rape and no this. Meanwhile, you're just pushing buttons on a fucking booth and you don't know if that guy's got nine sexual harassment charges against him. You're just voting for him because he's a fucking Democrat, you dumb fuck. You're going against your whole fucking principle. So if you don't fucking research the candidates and don't know who the fuck you're voting for, don't foot the puck and push the fucking button. So all you with your voting stickers, you uneducated millennials, fuck that.
1: Wait, I missed that. What did you say?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fire! Oh, my God, I hate them.
1: And that's why fuck that belongs on no mercy.
0: Fuck that.
1: Hell yeah. My God. Yeah, dude. I swear to God, um, this is a true story. Right before we went live, somebody said, "Hey, man, did you go out and vote today?" And I swear to you, I, I, oh, I went. And I'm like, oh, I'll go get my sticker, and, and I go, and I sat there. I, I took like four steps and I toward the, my uh, my office, and I go, I'm not gonna be that douchebag. Oh, right. Fuck that look at fuck. Who cares? Like, are you Your fucking sticker. kidding me? My Who wears a sticker? sticker? No
0: shit. Who wears a sticker? I, I, well, in fairness. Imagine listen, wearing a sticker whoa, around. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. I have three kids, so my kids do love the sticker. Well, the girls don't care anymore because they're old. They're my, children. My eight-year-old, yeah, eight-year-old loves. The
0: Imagine kids. being a 38-year-old it, it, man with It, it, it could have Chuck E. Cheese or
1: SpongeBob on it, and he would love the sticker. It doesn't matter. Imagine
0: doesn't matter. a 38-year-old man going to work with a sticker everybody, on himself. This is what I did. Because <laughs> he did something that everyone else does. Yeah. Like, Like, oh, my God, I can't even imagine. Can I get that sticker? I shit my pants today. Wearing a sticker. That's what you should be. Like, hey, I fucking ate lunch. Like, that's what your sticker should say. I ate lunch. Because that's what you accomplished today by voting. Fucking half you shouldn't even have voted. And by the way, be an adult and vote two weeks ago. Like a fucking adult. Don't go stand on four-hour lines, you fucking idiot. Just so you I, could I post no it line today by
1: me. I don't think most of Arizona's rigged so it doesn't yeah there's
0: matter. only like nine people in Arizona like, that's
1: legitimately why. no people.
0: but it's my favorite thing these me too pounders and these sexual harassment pounders who are also blue wave. and it's like, wait, you're just voting for every Democrat. or you're voting for every republican like you're really not gonna look like hey maybe i'll vote for this eight and not the guy who has nine sexual harassment charges against him right now like
1: in fairness you can't just blindly vote for a color thrown away what's up most of those sexual harassment cases were thrown away so
0: (laughs) yeah like six of them were thrown out out. (laughs) that's fucking crazy let's do a couple fuck mary kills and get out of here on the voting topic What's fuck, marry, kill? Voter ID laws, because MLB oh. model told us that he didn't even need to give ID oh my God. to vote in Charlotte. I, he literally I, I just, just guess gave it because
1: his... of the way he looks, though. Probably. Like they're, they're probably they probably just threw his vote like, away anyway. Hey, meathead. And they have like, yeah, like here's he, your sticker. You're also not supposed to write in your vote with a crayon. So right. probably yeah. not a good idea.
0: See, his helmet on. Yeah. So voter ID laws and how ridiculous got, they vary. I
1: got a toothy roll. I got, <laughs> I, they gave me a popsicle.
0: Rob just walks in They give him the sticker And turn him around And like, send him right you out He the the sticker, little boy. So, so voter posted. ID laws And how they vary per state Voting booths in general And how antiquated The technology is <clears throat> It's unbelievable Excuse me And then running out of ballots That we're still using ballots That actually they run out of Every fucking election So Damn. voter ID laws Voting booths or ballots What's How more antiquated And fucked up
1: still? Like what's going on In our world
0: So the Russians can't hack
1: it Why do fucking Why does Wendy's Have better technology Than the United States government Like what the
0: fuck Is going on the most important things of the worst technology, the airport, the DMV, yeah. and the yeah. fucking voting booths. Like driving, flying, and voting are like the three most dangerous things to our future in society.
1: Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> this is the weirdest F. Mary Kill of all time. I am going to kill... So I, I don't even know how to take these. Like I don't know ID either. Law... I don't even know either. Voter ID laws, I guess I'm going to... Kill because at the very least you got you gotta show your fucking ID, right? You have <laughs> you to at least, show your ID, at like least a, know who they are. It's like let alone be a citizen.
0: Like at least give an ID. I dare
1: somebody go try to vote with a blockbuster video membership card from
0: 1996 Guess what? Just, you don't need it because they don't even ask for that. It's a good point. Charlotte. They, they don't even give you that. So I'm <laughs> doing that. Don't even...
1: Um voting booths. I feel like you could masturbate or shit or something. You could do a lot of stuff. So I'm gonna marry voting booths. <laughs> Running out of ballots, I'll fuck. It just because it makes stupid. for a
0: good news cycle yeah. when they run out and it causes all the chaos. How
1: do you run out of ballots? Don't you know how many people you have? I know. How it's do amazing. we not know how many people? It's amazing. God, we. Oh man, we
0: should. It's out. amazing. I'm it's... gonna. I'm gonna marry um, voting booths too. I don't know if yeah you said you'd marry voting booths. I'm gonna marry voting booths because even though they're antiquated and old, there's something old timey and good that feels like kind of like pulling that curtain and fucking pulling like uh, just whether it's buttons or levers, whatever your booth looks like where you are. That I like that old timey feel of voting. That's so I'm fun. gonna marry that. Um, running out of ballots, I'm gonna fuck because I still do like that. There's ballots in some weird way. I just like the old timiness of voting. So weird. But running out of them is insane. Like, give me a fucking break. You know there's 10,000 people in your county. So get 20,000 ballots. It's a piece of paper. Like, you you can't print out 20,000 ballots. How do you run out of fucking ballots? How do you not realize you're running out of ballots and go, But Edith, go fucking print some more ballots because we're going to run out in an hour and a half. Like, that's amazing. And the voter ID laws, yeah, they're just fucked. So I'm going to fucking kill them because they're disgraceful. Republican Democrat third party. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate you so much. This is a You're funny. not political, so which one are you fucking? Which one are you marrying? Which one are you killing?
1: Um. So any third party?
0: Yep. God. it could be the Nazis or it could be the Green Party.
1: <laughs> oh man, see this. Uh, this is terrible for me because I don't like any of this. I, because I don't. I real and I, I really mean it, like I hate the idea of a two party system. I. I mean I think it's. I know you it's the it's dumbest the thing that thing you world. just agree with everything somebody else says. It's the dumbest. Like I, I remember being six years old and t- and I knew and I love my parents, but I knew at six they were fucking stupid. Like I knew, right. like and there's no, there's no there's no debate. It's not they were nice. They took care of me and fed me and they were fucking dumb. And I can't agree with everything they did. I'm actually going to marry third party just because I don't have to subscribe to anybody. Mm-hmm. I love that fucking idea. Who would I fuck, man? I'm so much, I'm so fiscally conservative and publicly uh, socially liberal. Yeah, socially like liberal, the... I really am. Um, Goddamn, uh, who would I fuck? Let's see who's hotter.
0: That's the, like, uh, the Republicans have hotter chicks. God, they do. All right, I'm gonna but fuck if you go, if you go, if you go, Democrats like in Hollywood. They have high oh, chairs. Scarlett Johansson's a Democrat, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, Alyssa Milano. right? Oh, my so. God. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay, well, I changed my vote. I'm fucking <laughs> <the> Democrats. <laughs> You're fucking flip-flopper. I'm fucking down. Yeah, dude, you, that's the way to get me. So, yeah, I'll, I'll fuck the Democrats, and I'm marrying third party. I'll, I'll kill the Republicans. Okay, at
0: least I'm going to obviously fucking marry the third party because I am one. Um, I am extreme. That's the thing. People seem to think I'm a Republican. Um, it's only because... I am 100% pro-abortion and choice. I'm 100% pro-gay marriage. I'm 100% pro-most of the social topics. I'm for transgenders being treated equal. I'm for equal pay. I'm for everything. Like, I'm probably an extreme socially liberal person. I think everything should be legal. I think marijuana should be legal. I think cocaine should be legal. I think the IRS should be shut down. Like, I'm so liberal, it's like psychotic. So I'm anti-religion. I think organized religion is fucking insanity. I think the fact that people still believe that the Bible is a real thing is nuts to me. But I allow people to believe what they want, and that's fine. So I'm as liberal socially as you could physically get. But I am as liberal fiscally, uh, so uh, as conservative fiscally, as you could physically get. The left is fucking retarded when it comes to economics and finances. And the right is fucking retarded when it comes to social issues. So where do I vote normally? Well, I'm not gay. I'm not transgender. I'm not at the point where I'm looking to have an abortion. I don't smoke weed. I like the social issues. Yes, I agree. I'm all for, but none of them really affect me. Right. Right. Like, so from a selfish standpoint, it's like I am rich, I want to go save a lot of money on taxes. Right. Like, I, So I end right. up voting that way. So I think people think I'm a Republican and it's just fucking bias. So I'm going to fucking stick with the third party as to marry. I'm going to fuck the Republicans because I fucks me with some Republicans because of the fiscal shit because they save me the dough, yo. And then I'm going to kill the Democrats just because they're fucking annoying. So uh, but half my friends are Democrats. So I agree with you guys socially, but killing you, uh, killing you long term. Uh, final one here real quick. Let's do rapid fire. House of Cards, Newsroom, or Parks and Recreation. Three incredible shows.
1: Oh, I love Parks and Rec. So I'm marrying that. And House of Cards, I'll fuck. And the other one I'll kill because I've never really seen the newsroom.
0: Okay. <sighs> killing House of Cards. A lot of people are going to be mad about that. But um, Killing House of Cards, not just because Spacey's rapey. Um, killing House of Cards just because I feel like it was great and then it started to tail off a little bit. Newsroom is one of my favorite shows ever, and so is Parks and Rec, two totally different categories. So I'm going to marry Parks and Rec just because there's more episodes of it long-term, and it's, it seems like a better long-term commitment. If I had to spend the rest of my life watching that show, I could. But Newsroom has some of the best scenes in the history of television. The opening scene of oh, Newsroom, yeah. in That's my one opinion, with J- Daniels, is... Yep, Jeff Daniels. Yep, Jeff Daniels. Yep. I've seen that open. That opening scene, I think I sent it to you. The opening scene of Newsroom, in my opinion, is one of the top five best fucking scenes in the history of cinema. So so I fucks with that. So I'm going to marry Parks and Rec, fuck Newsroom, uh, kill House of Cards. Jeff Manns, any final Shoot. words for the peoples? I, I apologize to everybody we
1: just offended. No, no, I don't. But go fuck yourselves right. anyway. Stop being – if, you, if you're, it, you're it, the it, kind it. of person that gets offended and you're, you're the problem, just remember that. If you're the one that gets offended, you are the problem. It's not this. You're never going to live in a society. No matter who you wipe out, you're never going to
0: get rid of people that will offend you. So that's it's on you, motherfuckers. I think that's the thing people forget. If you're offended, you're the problem. 100%. Well said, Jeff. That is so fucking true. Yep. Um, That's it, man. That's all I got. I'll go back to Twitter and start pissing people off. So, uh, for Jeff Manns, I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers.
1: Two. Mic drop. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no
0: mercy. it ain't ain't no mercy